What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Games Cast, episode 236. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside FM3 himself, Fran Mirabel III, twitch.tv slash FM3 underscore. Thank you very Still much. Love the underscore. plugs, man. That's what I'm here for, you know? You've just been such a dedicated employee. Just, <laughs> you just you know, I'd like to give it back tenfold. I was waiting for it. Watch Kind of Funny Games Daily for, what, Monday? T- Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday's Tuesday, episode, yeah, yeah. if you don't yeah. know what that's about. When the one and only... Imran Khan had to step in and save the day. Howdy. Hey, how are you? You're serving the role. I'm doing good. Welcome to your first Kind of Funny Games cast officially as a Kind of Funny part-time. Thank you. Yeah. I'm super excited about this. (laughs) We were on Games Daily once, um, and then, (laughs) then he was on Games Daily instead of me. And I just was thinking, with your name, you could go instead just change it to I'm Fran. I was thinking that it's was almost, gonna, like, almost Imran. there. Imran. It's, it's Imran. Imran. So I've, Imran. I've, I've, I've been trying to think of like the co-host like duo names because like Imrandria, that's obvious. Yeah. Like the pretty obvious one or Andran, I think was yeah. one I saw. Andrean. What about Imran Fran? Imran. Imran Fran. It's just two words. Yeah. Imran, Imran, I think, works the best. Imran. Yeah. Imran. 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 Yeah. That's we'll get that. Fran, yeah. Mira, Khan. I don't know. That's weird. See. Yeah. It's, it's, tough, it's tough. We'll have to. We'll workshop some names. Imran. Imran Mirabella the first. That does just sound like we got married or like fused into one person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. I'm excited though. Uh, Tim Gettys has his eyeball falling out of his head again, but he sends his love. Andrea, of course, worried about moving to LA. But don't worry, <laughs> you haven't seen the last of her around here. Yeah. You boys good? I'm very good. Yeah. Man, you playing I'm some excited. games this week? Yeah. You excited for PAX? Is that what it is? What are you I'm excited super for? Ex- I'm going to my first PAX Woo! ever. <laughs> have you been to PAX? I've been for like the last six years, I think. I've always in the background, I always tell people at IGN, I never got to go. I was always sure. like cleaning up messes after Gamescom and stuff like that. <laughs> never been. I've heard it's an amazing fan show, so I can't wait to just like go share my first fan experiences. I know we're doing the panel on Saturday, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, of course, the Intersight Tournament. So um, the, the Pear Cup. Yeah, the Pear Cup. Can you bring it home? Can you bring it home? I hope so. If you have no um, idea what we're talking about, of course, you can, depending on when you watch this, yeah. find out. I wasn't going to promote <laughs> PAX too hard, but we're, we're PAX this weekend. I got a haircut, so I'm late for Looks the show. Great. Looks Thank great. you. <laughs> and then uh, I've been playing a lot of Control, which I can't wait to talk about because mm-hmm. I was trying to remember what you'd said last week. And man, I, I think all I remember saying is like, I think I'm going to like it, Greg. I bet you did. And boy, was was I right. And boy, is it a problem. <laughs> it's causing all kinds of problems right now. And Imran, you've had a good week of games? I've had a pretty good week of games. Like, it's always tough to get back into games when, like, you don't feel like playing video games at sure. first. But, like, it's one of those things of, oh, Because your have... job was stolen away from you and, <laughs> and you're crying. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> sobbing intermittently. The controller <laughs> slips out of your hands because <laughs> of all the tears. I can't hold it. But, like, it's it's one of those things of, oh, I can finally have time to sit down and catch up on things. And do those uh, things yeah. like, that explains why your list is such a hodgepodge. I'm yeah. excited to talk about it. Yeah. And that's... What we'll do, ladies and gentlemen, because this is the Kind of Funny Games cast. Each and every week, four, sometimes three, best friends gather on this table, <laughs> each coming to talk about the video games they love and appreciate. If you love and appreciate that kind of conversations, you can support us on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where you can get the show early. How early, Joey? That's right, Joey. So early you could be watching live right now as we record it, which means we will have to mute a section because it's embargoed. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Then it goes up each and every Friday, patreon.com slash games, ad-free with the pre and post show. Uh, if you don't have any bucks to toss our way, though, and support the show, no big deal. You can catch it on youtube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every monday for free with the ads no pre and post show it's a bum deal don't do that go to patreon <laughs> yeah and support 
folks like Imran, who That's now right. is part of uh, kind of funny on Gamescast and Games Daily, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm so excited. Yeah, so I didn't, we didn't give the whole rambling introduction here, Imran, but that's the deal, right? Of course, we talked about you on Games Daily. You've been with us before for other stuff. Right. From Game Informer, there was the, sadly the Game Informer layoffs. You were a free agent. We scooped you up. Yeah. We covered this on Games Daily. I assume you all launched it, of course. It was a great episode. Really good thumbnail. I was proud of myself <laughs> for the thumbnail. Very blue. I, I was that. Yeah, I was pretty surprised that no one was like, this is a weird thumbnail. Who is that guy? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Our I, audience I, is pretty in tune with the Twitterverse. <laughs> they understand what the Twitter icons this look like. What I tell people, when I, I t- like whenever someone asks me what I do, I'm like, some people, I'm really well known to some people and absolutely no one to everyone else. Yeah. So this is, this helps with that. I can just explain like, yeah. If people post my thumbnails, some people will know exactly who I am. Sure, yeah. Everyone's like, who's that guy? Yeah, it's a good point because you weren't on as much video as what you were saying, yeah. right? Now you'll be video all the time. Now only video. Yeah. Yeah. Only? Oh, you're not He's, writing? You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> he went home and broke all his pens and keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're excited to have you. Thank you for coming on to be a co-host. Thank you for having me. Uh, if you are watching this on Monday, it is uh, important to you that you know some more information that I think is cool. Uh, we <laughs> announced this today on the day of recording here, hmm. but Thursday and Friday of next week, but if you're on YouTube this week, uh, Imran, you are running the show. Yes. I'm gone. Fran's gone. Tim's gone. Andrea's gone. So I said, who do you want to co-host with you in San Francisco? Because I was like, I'll hit up IGN for you. I'll hit up GameSpot. Oh, yes. You, of course, said, I'll do anybody. It doesn't matter. I don't think that was, that was your exact quote. That was his exact that's quote. What his I mean, that's what I believe. <laughs> but you're like, no, I'll work with anybody. I keep in San that Francisco. the quiet part quiet for what reason? <laughs> and I said, you know what? I started thinking about it after I listened to you on Games Daily because it had escaped me, of course, that when you lose your job like that, you kind of lose. And granted, different for you being a, a news writer, but still, you lose your normal connection with an audience right yeah. so when you were on games daily and you got to talk about it i thought that was a really powerful moment and i figured there was a lot of your uh, former colleagues that were in the exact same boat that mm-hmm. wanted to say stuff so we reached out to you right and you helped us pick two people to bring in from uh, formerly of game informer mm-hmm. uh, you want to talk about this so we had, we're flying out two people or greg has graciously agreed to like fly them out put them up somewhere that we can, you know, record two episodes of Games Daily and also record the Games Cast next week, just the three of us. Possibly four, we're still looking into, like, because there might be other people here in town by happenstance, yeah. yeah. So we're, it was, it's such a dramatic and fantastic measure that when I brought it up in the, like, which that we still communicate through, like, a small group of people who are, who are let go and all that. Mm-hmm. And I brought it up to them, and everyone loved the idea so much. It's good. And we're trying to figure out, like, okay, well... This person's still freelancing. Do they want to get in front of the camera? And like, some people re- wanted to come, but they, you know, they want to spend more time with their kids too. Sure. Like first and yeah. foremost. So it was a it was a very heartwarming discussion. Lots of people asked me for your email so they could like thank you for the <laughs> for like the opportunity at all because it it is such an amazing thing. Of I, I use this phrasing in like emails and all that stuff, but I wanted to show people that. Game Informer people are down but not out. They're still yeah. in the industry. They still want to talk about video games. They still want to show everyone what they think and what that they're they're still alive here and that they're go- like they're still going to keep mouthing off to the people in power and about games they like and don't like and all that stuff. That's great. So it's you. It's going to be JV. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Surreal. Yes. That's awesome. And then maybe somebody else, but we won't talk about it. Yeah, well, I'm going to wait to hear back from you. No, no, yeah. don't get ahead of yourself on that one. So, yeah, uh, it'll be a combination of you two from that on Games Daily Thursday and Friday. And then, yeah, next week's Gamescast, episode 237, will be the strictly XGI folks. Yes. And so it'll be, by the way, we're not working next week. Yes. Yeah, Gamescast. I saw that. I got to clean it off it's the real right. calendar and everything else. Not that you pay attention to it anyway. Oh, there it is, <laughs> This is the beginning of many more. Thank you to our Patreon producers, James Hastings and Tom Bach. Today we're brought to you by Movement and Hymns. 
but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is <laughs> and forever will be what you've been playing, Doctor. I had the doctor. Boom, boom, <laughs> Joey, boom, 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 will you please boom, boom, boom. grace us with your presence on Shock Mike? Cool Greg, Joey, I'll ask you. Joey. I, don't, I know you've been getting a haircut. Cool Greg right now <laughs> embroiled in a Twitter beef with astronauts. You got beef with astronauts? He's just gone after them one by dude. one, and here we are. Yeah. Joey. Yes. What did you play this past week? Man of Medan. The Dark Madonna. Pictures Anthology. Man of Medan. Yeah. Um, I played through the Shared Story campaign. So you played with someone? Yeah. Okay. Was it online or local? Online. I don't okay. think you can. Oh, oh you're right. You can do the movie night thing. You can do the movie night thing with just two people, yeah. I guess. But yeah, Shared. Yeah. Does that mean it's two characters in the world? Like it's co-op? You swap between like pretty much every character in the storyline. Um, so they pretty much split the story. So there's like two things happening. There's always two planes of action happening at any time in yeah. the game. Oh, sorry. I thought you were sharing it with another player. He, you, are. you are. Yes. How are you both playing a story-driven game at so the same like, time? So let's say Greg is doing one thing on top of a boat, and I'm doing another thing below the water. So I will only oh. see the water stuff. He'll right. only see the top did of the Did you miss the episode stuff. where we did this uh, yeah. preview? Oh, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So then, real nutshell. Yeah. It's good, it's good recap for of people course, that no, are no, stupid as me no, about this point. game right now. Uh, Man of Medan, of course, the first in this Dark Pictures anthology. It's going to be multiple games. Uh, it's from Supermassive, the folks who did Until Dawn. It's yeah. it's very much that type of game, or trying to be that type of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, rather than to be a PlayStation exclusive this time, it's on everything. It's all over the place. And yeah, the big deal they've added, uh, doubling down on what people use until dawn four right is making it a multiplayer experience where yeah you can play online and yes you're you're it's a group of four kids right five i guess uh five kids one of mine dies pretty died early (laughs) in that section we play and i died so i was down to four right away anyways well i guess six it doesn't matter it's a group (laughs) and so yeah there's always multiple actions happening so that yeah you play with somebody else online and then they're they're doing stuff while you're doing stuff somewhere else and then you meet back up and the stuff that i would be doing would affect what was happening in your world and vice versa interesting yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, it's that part of the game i thought was the most interesting part which part of it was like being able to play two different scenes at the same time with somebody. Okay. Um, Cause Jacob and I were in a party. So we were talking through the whole thing being like, what are you doing? And what are you doing? Cause he and I had both played um, at different preview events. So we kind mm-hmm. of knew what we were getting. And into you can't a little see bit. it, right? There's no can't window into it. it. No. It's you can talk to them. Exactly. Then figure it out. If yeah. You want. So you kind of figure out of like, Oh, I found this premonition, which is linked to your character or, yeah. or, or something kind of like okay. that. And like uh, in the, the example I always gave, right, when Joey and I played it at the preview event, one of the early on things, because it turns out, yeah, we started right from the start of the game, right? Yeah. One of the interesting things was I was playing as uh, the older brother. Joey's playing as the younger brother. The younger brother went off into like the bottom of a, 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 a yacht and was like mm-hmm. putting stuff away. And my character pulled out an engagement ring and was like, I want to talk to you about something, bro. And, and the younger brother thought we were talking about uh, going, staying in school or whatever. I, I was clearly meeting an engagement ring thing. So Joey downstairs was answering questions, my questions from upstairs based on it being a school thing, whereas I was asking them based on it being a wedding thing. Oh, and shit. we didn't know that till afterwards when we took a break. And I was like, well, what did you, uh, did you, oh my God, no, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, they didn't let us do voice chat at that preview event, right? Right, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think the person I was sitting across from with, like, didn't, like, talk to, like, ing- or speak English anyway. Okay. So it was difficult to... So they're just picking random things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think they understood enough to, like, play a video game. It didn't end up, like, conversationally. Yeah. But we weren't able to, like, really communicate, so I had no idea what was going on. Gotcha. And, like, I, I didn't know, like, see it on the scene until, like, 
the three of us are playing movie night afterwards. Yeah. 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 And so that's the thing is like, you can, as we're talking about, do this uh, co-op experience, Fran, right? Where you're taking different things, but then there is the movie night for up to five players. Was it? Or four? I think so. Where you each basically choose a character and then you pass the controller around to play as that character as the thing goes and you watch it together. Yeah. Like how a lot of people play until dawn. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. And then you played by yourself, right, Greg? I played by myself. Yeah. Loner. It's Greg. totally me, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's how <laughs> Edge Lord. It's always that trouble. Like Jen was still out of town, and uh, I knew Joe was already playing with somebody, and so then it was just like, well, I've played it with somebody, and I, and I really enjoyed that experience. I want to do it by myself, and I thought it was a total detriment to the, the, this, yeah, the experience. I, I don't feel like that's that kind of game. Like they know what it is they're making, yeah. Sort of building it towards that now. But I, and that's the thing is, I think feel like it just because they went that way they turned it so enough away from until dawn mm-hmm. where it's just like oh okay and like it was interesting because you get more of the experience like i played both the above water stuff as conrad and then the below water stuff with the engagement oh, so it, which is not how it was in our preview event yeah that was happening at the same time right yeah. so like you, you had it you i was doing one when joey was doing the other gosh so you're but, on it no go ahead it's, but basically you're on a ship Seemingly, and you walk around and talk to people. Is the rough, right? Rough so it's got a it's got a first act. It's got a very rough start, and I've yeah. seen yeah. that reflected through a whole bunch of reviews. We knew that at the event, but it's like, all right, we'll see where Some we're rough going. Seas, if you will, hey, yeah, you start out the the main start. There's a prologue, but then the main stuff is on this little yacht. Yeah, like very tiny okay. yacht, and so. I feel like uh, for a game as beautiful as Until Dawn was, right? I was playing this one, and granted, this is across multiple platforms, so it's you know varying levels of quality. Mm-hmm. I was playing on a PlayStation Four Pro, but I was watching this one, like, oof, like it just doesn't look good, like huh. them against yeah. this flat ocean the entire like, time, right? That oh, engine change kind of like you can see textures pop in seconds after I mean, things are on screen, that, and that that's yeah. a whole other ball. What was the engine change? Uh, they went from whatever their proprietary Sony engine was until dawn to Unreal Four. Oh, they had to switch because they were sharing an exclusive engine, and yeah, then they. Oh. And so, but but then, so the thing is, Fran. Eventually, like it's all very bright for the first part, tropical. Then these pirates get you, and then you eventually, as our demo ended, I think we mentioned, slam into this battleship, this like mm-hmm. gi- giant right. battleship that's basically a ghost ship out there. When we got on board that, that's when I was like, oh. Now it's starting to look like until dawn again. It's yeah. dark. It's it, there's less going on. So it's these creepy environments and it's yeah. shadows and it's. I'm like, okay, great. Gotcha. But that is also that when on a PlayStation 4 Pro on the new 4K TV. Dude, this thing fucking stutters and chugs. I got and kicked out of our play st- sessions at least twice every time we played. This we is played totally over like final two or code. three nights. Yeah, this is totally final. Yeah. Code. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And even within that, like, it would just we would hit like a pause screen where it said that I was pausing it. I wasn't hitting anything, but I think it was just the connection was lost. And so it was trying to do something. I don't know. It yeah. was really, it was breaking rough. the fourth wall. It was like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cause then we were getting in fights of like, why are you pausing? And I was like, <laughs> I'm not pausing. <laughs> and that would affect a lot of the quick time events. Cause we did have sure. those pop up during those. And then we would like yeah. fuck up and lose people. Cause yeah, you played until dawn, right? Fran, in terms of like, uh, actually I had only played like a demo and I've always wanted to go back oh, to dude, it. Dude, so. oh, I know I would love it. Yeah. Um, it's on the list. Yeah. <laughs> the big so list. then again, if you haven't played right, like uh, these kind of games before, obviously choice is a big thing. What decisions you make in terms of conversation dialogue. And then, you know, if you're going right or left, 
most of the time I would say controlling the scene is third person you're wandering them around right they usually have a fixed camera that you're you can you know move a little bit right or left but it's trying to keep your perspective like a horror movie right yeah like you don't walk right you choose you do walk you, you, you do, do walk and explore okay. and you can find secrets and do all these different you can also miss things completely too yep oh, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. oh I will <laughs> yeah exactly and then yeah you'll get into uh, these moments like the quick time events to fight something run upstairs um, there'll be there's this new heartbeat mini game rather than the, hold the you know six access completely con- or you know dual shock mm-hmm. completely uh Still, like you it's had to until dawn, huh? Never. Oh no, that's yeah. terrible. That's how I lost Hayden Penitentiary at the end of <laughs> Until Dawn. Uh, this time around, it's a heartbeat deal where you have to like do a rhythm game where like you, you uh, know hit X when your heartbeat goes across the screen, which I liked. Yeah, keep, keep I think calling. that was better than this stay still one is it yeah is it as unforgiving in the final code as it was in the demo because like in the demo was you miss one and that's it that was for a lot of it for us like we would hit every single thing and we'd miss the last one mm-hmm. and then we'd be totally yeah screwed. that, that kind of sucks so what happens when you you fail that then depends you, the character it depends the scene a lot oh, of times might, our characters just died okay but yeah. the things go on it's not like it resets oh, it's, no no so. it's yeah, permanent no. there's no game over i mean it's okay game over and everybody's yeah. dead but like no you gotcha. can lose characters you story. can i you know the trophy list obviously the first thing i dove into when i went live <laughs> and it's like you know survive with everybody only the boys survive only the girls survive these you know interesting you and like uh, another thing is that i, and I didn't Here's the thing, of course, I feel, uh, how many times, you played it the one time? We played it all the way through once, and then we went back did you to the, when we did the ship again of like, we <laughs> we have to try and not lose <laughs> okay. as many people as we lost. Did you just go back to that thing, or are you playing the curator's cut? Uh, I don't think we're playing the curator's okay, cut. I don't think it one, gave me the option in Once you beat shared. it, you can then play the curator's cut, which oh, is no, a different yeah, side of the we story kind the, of thing, so I would assume it's like everything you didn't play the first time. I don't, oh, know, I don't know, because... I found myself at the end once I rolled credits or whatever I, I and this sucks to say I was just like I'm not interested enough to play it again mm-hmm. like it's it's not a bad game by any means it's just like I didn't think the story was that great I didn't think the performances that were great I think there's a lot of cheese ball dialogue in there like yeah. bro come on medium bro like what it's like <laughs> but you aren't even bros like I mean you're you're literally brothers but you don't talk like that like yeah. this isn't yeah. how you talk this entire game and start putting this in there yeah our motivation for playing again wasn't because we wanted to see the characters or like what other things ha- we were just like we want to try and hit as many trophies to see yeah. who we can it save because we lost like three people like right at the end oh we're really like, wow yeah, oh. yeah it sucks <laughs> I, I only lost the one person on the boat getaway oh, thing we had done a trophy and you yeah, blew it I know I could, oh don't think about it don't <laughs> you for a second think. I know. and it was exactly what we're talking about which I like because obviously you can miss other things in the game and you get cut or something or, but mm-hmm. you keep moving or scrambling like mm-hmm. for me it was like in the boat, running away, and then one triangle popped out. I was like, oh, fucking, ah. Yeah. I was like, damn. And so, I was like, I like that punishment. I'm fine with losing people when it becomes a thing of I made the wrong decision or I panicked and like yeah, yeah. chose the wrong thing. If it's an yeah, execution it's thing, you. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, if it's yeah. stuttering and you screwed up, yeah. Or like, it's just so oh, this QTE came up too fast and I didn't realize it. Like, that's kind of shitty. Yeah. Oh, no, 100%. And that's, yeah, I yeah. feel like, most of the game. I feel like with at least Until Dawn, you had narrative choices that determined whether yeah. or not people lived, and this one seemed like it was almost a hundred percent quick time events. Mm. Yeah, I remember in yeah. Until Dawn, like I lost someone because at the last second, or like I think it was maybe two scenes in the end, there was the choice was either to hide or run, and I knew intellectually I know running from this thing is going to get me killed, but I panicked. Yeah. So I'm like, the second I hit the button, I'm like shit. 
it's like this character's gonna die. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah, I agree. Yeah. But if it's like, oh well, I just missed the QTE, then that's, yeah, no, yeah. totally. And that's always the thing. Like I go back to you know doing horror, right? Is is giving you the horror movie vibe of like, no, don't run upstairs. Like I remember playing Friday the Thirteenth, and it would be that thing of Jason's coming, and I would run upstairs, and then I'd be like, why did I choose this? <laughs> but I did it, and then you're like, I can see in the panic of every horror movie why people make the dumb decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but then that was the thing too is like I felt. On top of just not being that into the story, I, th- I feel like the gimmick of what's happening gets given away pretty early. Yeah, and so once you figure that out, it's great. like, oh, well, okay. Like, I see why this is happening. And so then it's just kind of a slog through that ship to figure it all out and get out. Yeah. Whoa, keep it clean, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then the very, but at least the very final fight I had was like so anticlimactic that I was like, again, I'm like, well, I'm not going to do this because I understand what's happening in the world. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, we're done. I was like, oh, oh, we're done. Okay. This is the <laughs> end of the story. Yeah. I didn't think that the story was very compelling really at all. Yeah. And, and I, I thought didn't that love was what, any of the characters. And that yeah. and like that's always the thing, right? Like when I was in um and I'm not name dropping here, right? When I was the star <laughs> of Laser Team Two, the hit movie from Rooster Teeth, right? <laughs> My scene was with Bernie the girl Burns. Emily from Until Dawn, mm-hmm. who was the Chris, everybody oh, hated, yeah. right? And I it's and like, a joke can. and when I met her, right, that was my. I was like, hey man, push me. She's like, oh great. And I'm like, what are you? I'm like, oh, you know, I review video game stuff, and, I, and I'm like, I gotta say, I hated you, and until dawn, <laughs> and she's like, oh, I know, I was terrible, and it was like to this day, right? I can still tell you about her character, Hayden's character, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Matt, yeah, exactly, like all of them. I was like, man, what a bunch of. This is a great cast and a cool mm. story, like in terms of just their interactions and yeah. what then why what was happening was happening. Whereas this one, man, of a dad, I was just like. Even through know. our one and a half playthroughs, I was like, I don't, I couldn't tell you which brother's name is what. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just the older brother and the younger brother. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this. Sure. Do you think you're seeing some of the difference between what happens when Sony helps produce an exclusive title, or do you just think like the actual setting was maybe not there, or like why the difference? I think it it's. Was... Well, I mean, like their whole thing here is like smaller tales, right? They're going to yeah. do these. What did they say? We were at the preview event. They said they every... pl- they told me they planned for uh, they have planned for like eight titles already. Oh, yeah. that's right. It's like chapterized. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like for this anthology thing. Yeah, they want it to be like Tales from the Crypt, right? Yeah, and so I don't think it's what I I don't think the story is the fault of not having Sony. I think the performance is the fault of having to put it on every everything. I mean, so this one is actually a budget title too. So that's probably what is is retailing this for? Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Does that mean it's developed by fewer people, or we don't know? It just it's I I assume they plan to make it up on volume. Gotcha. So so cheaper. Uh, point of entry, but there's going to be more content than that. Sort Eventually of the new down the line, so like it does. Well, mean no, a no, no. Story. I mean, the, the next one They're will be another thirty dollar price yeah. point. Yeah. This is not like you're not buying a season of content here. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is no, its own. Yeah. Okay. That's They're what I was thinking. You're right. I said it poorly though, but um, but it's cheaper for individual release. But there's going to be uh, more releases more frequently, right? Yes, that's it's the not idea. Like going to take yeah. one or two years for everything. Right? Yeah, okay. and, and and that's my thing. When I think we start getting a few more of these under our belt, like I enjoy playing these games obviously right mm. even this one where i think you know if i if i was scoring i'd be like oh six it's okay you mm. know what i mean like that feels like where i net out with it 5.9 maybe no i'm not, <laughs> fine. I'm not okay, doing that I double dash garbage you get check. out of here you're so close but it's like it's <laughs> fu- it's one of those games that i hate where i don't have a strong opinion of either way yeah where it's like Meh, all right fine like it's a thing you, i did but my hope would be that with this anthology right because i do love horror games and i do love these ideas is that it once we're three or four in and you, it's more of like a season it becomes like sure that was the weakest episode but mm-hmm. i liked this one a lot and they learned from it and they did this and that and the other yeah it could be a thing too of like this one has the good writers on it this one had not yeah different kinds of writers that don't necessarily appeal to me on this stuff so yeah hopefully there are like genres and like it just hits perfectly in one of these games i think like, it, this is sorry. the thing of 
once super or uh, once supermassive finished with until dawn and then they were doing like those play link things and all that other stuff of like yeah, they did, this is not an agenda yeah. and then they also did uh they did uh, the vr stuff right yeah. uh, everyone's just like we just want another until dawn so yeah. this was their chance to hit it out of the park yeah it's disappointing to hear they're not and doing that's that. why I, that's what makes it all the more like oh that sucks now granted again i should have played with somebody i should i should have maybe waited till it got released released maybe i'll do another playthrough with somebody online yeah but even then it's just like a commitment to like you, Once yeah, you I know you know the gangs. Already, yeah, I don't know, know that it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. I'm glad that I played through with somebody Jacob was saying too. He's like, yeah, this was a way more fun playthrough. Yeah, to be able to talk with like all the little secret things that you're finding. Yeah. And like process through that with somebody else and then it was the same thing which is what everybody loved about playing with other people in until dawn too Mm -hmm. i was shocked and so was jen when she was she was there when i beat it afterwards i opened up oh let's see what the secret stuff i you know you opened up because if you get enough secrets you start unlocking the special Mm -hmm. features and like oh an interview with sean ashmore right all right right, cool and it's it just plays a video in the video chugs and gets framey. And I'm like, yeah, well, this what? is just playing a freaking SMV. Yeah. yeah. Like, mean, how is yeah. this possible that this it's is a like a file play back? Strange. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. Sure. Because um, it wasn't quite covered. So let's first compare, say, Resident Evil 2 and Until Dawn. Jump scares is what I'm wondering. Sure. Because aren't is it accurate to say it's kind of known for some of that? Yeah, Until, Until Dawn? Dawn for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah Until yeah. Dawn was. So yeah, if you play that. So, and certainly Resident Evil. So, First of all, how do those two compare on a scale of one Resident to Resident Evil 2 is a way more scary, okay. spoopy game that you'd rather, <laughs> rather be yeah. getting jump scared on. That's like a lot of jump scares. That was my thing with Until Dawn. Is like, again, it's just, it's they do the jump scares literally as like the, you turn the corner, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, uh, Man of a Den, yeah, like that's yeah. the kind of jump scares you're getting. Okay, so first of all, but Until Dawn isn't as much jump scares and stuff like Resident Evil. I mean, there'll uh, be like immediate like, oh, what was that line you got monked? In Until Dawn, I don't remember that where one. the guy just like dresses in a robe. And, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but like yeah. it's that kind of thing of they they'll do an initial like start sound and the guy leaps out from there okay. and then everyone's laughing because like it's not a huge deal. Okay. Not, there's very few or not. There's very few genuine scares of it leaped out at you and you're still staying scared afterwards. There's usually a denouement right after. Gotcha. And yeah. then that's what I was, how does Medan do with that? Um, Medan's just flat on it. I like, don't, I don't think feel there, like there was very that many. many, and I don't think that they were like particularly scary as someone so is who's it very scare- jumpy in a lot of things like I think I had maybe one where I kind of reacted okay. is it scary at all really other than this it's creepy at times yeah. mostly about I don't the think story it, huh? I was never scared then then how does this so where I was going in my mind with this I'm like well I've played you know Heavy Rain and and those games like it's, game it's a little along those lines yeah. and how it feels right so but I thought the deal with these, they were scary. I mean, that's what Until Dawn and was. That's what yeah. Until Dawn was trying to be a horror movie. Yeah, right? it's a horror mashup, basically. Like, if you've seen a lot of horror movies, you'll you'll get, like, jump-scared occasionally, but nothing's going to, like, out of really Medan. freak you out. Or, uh, Until Dawn. Oh, yeah. what, but Man of Medan, and the reason I asked, a lot of people have been, like... Man of Medan, I would say, is, especially when you find out what the MacGuffin is, like, right? Man mm-hmm. of Medan is way more a thriller. Like I would say, like it's more scary, like, it's like than suspense. Yeah, yeah more. It's more scary uh, than th- with the pirates that like take you captive, right? Like, the, which is what we talked okay. about in the preview and stuff. Which is like, like who's yeah. gonna die? That's the yeah. It's totally that. And if you're gonna make a thrill, you need to care about the characters. Yeah, and, like if yeah. you don't, then... in a horror movie, it's yeah. way more disposable if you have a good uh, monster chasing me down or something. Like that. Mm. Well, thank you. Yeah, so I was. Very excited Basically. to play it for the thrills and the scare. If you haven't played but, Until Dawn, Until Dawn's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. but all this feedback sort of tell me, it's like, uh, you know, you might like it if you like this style of game, but yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm still interested in seeing which of the next ones hits, mm-hmm. of like, if this is more interesting, or if they've, they're taking feedback and improving, or what, but yeah. it'll be, yeah, I this one at times sounds like a bummer. Yeah, I think I, for sure play with people, because I had yeah. way more fun playing play with, with Joey, and then by the time I was launching the thing, I was like, well, I'm going to see it through, but... yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like I have way more tempered expectations for the next mm-hmm. installment mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, is yeah. thirty dollars the right price point? How do I you would feel? wait. Huh? I would wait. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I, this is not a game you a need bit. to run out and buy and play. Period. Okay. Like it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. And it's mm-hmm. definitely and there's it's I can like, okay. totally see it being of like rainy Saturday. You and your roommate, your partner, whatever, put it in, play it. Like yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah, I don't. Think I still think have... the movie night is the wrong move. Yeah, because again, it's not a two-hour game, so it's like that's such a weird thing of like I'm gonna invite four friends over, and we're gonna sit here for five hours <laughs> yeah, and play this. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And yeah. let alone as we've talked about before, you have to play the intro every time, uh, which is not the fun. intro. Like, there's no the actual. That's why I didn't play single oh, like player. Tutorial I didn't segment. Play the tutorial segment oh, in the very beginning is terrible and shouldn't be a part of the game. Yeah, like no. it's like it's like <laughs> setting up. It's like you're. Not, it doesn't do anything for it. No, no. that could have all been a easily a skippable cutscene. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I feel very educated on this. Time. <laughs> I'm glad. And it's weird. it's funny because I know how it's been. Lots of people. I mean, it was on my anticipated games list for this year too. But I've seen it yeah. over and over again. And people so stoked for it. Like this, really with control, we coming down this roller coaster now, right? Where the games are just hitting, and it's gonna be interesting to see how many people play this and are just like, oh man, this is just not what I wanted from Supermassive. Not what I wanted in yeah. the true follow up to Until Dawn. Because like all the the template of it looks like it's going to be it's yeah. just straight up Until Dawn again, right. which is what I was excited for, but the writing has to keep up for that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, no. And until Dawn wasn't like a writing masterpiece, but I, like you said, I know those characters and I like them. Yeah. So if you can't nail the characters, then what's the point? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And I don't think it would have, even if it was a longer game, I don't think the characters themselves were mm. interesting enough. No. I think I would have been really like annoyed yeah. if it was longer at that demo. I think I liked Fliss and that was it. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. But even her, right? Like it's that thing too, where like you can, I remember where I go, well, I want her to make out with Conrad. So I made that choice. And I was like, well, this isn't so, <laughs> Weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> I made this happen, but it shouldn't be happening. For sure. Video games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. No problem. Thanks. Ms. Noel. Now, the exact opposite in terms of like, oh, I don't have strong feelings about it. I played Telling Lies over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Telling Lies, uh, of course, uh, uh, Bartholomew. Sam Barlow. Barlow. Sorry, I yeah. lost there for a second. Sam Barlow. Uh, they, this is the spiritual successor to her story. It's the same exact thing. If you didn't play her story, let's just talk about Telling Lies. It is that you are sitting at a computer mon- uh, terminal. Uh, you see the reflection of your character in the monitor, and then you go through a bunch of different video files trying to piece together this story. Uh, her story, of course, was this mystery you were trying to unravel, figure out, go through and do detective work on. Uh, telling lies is as well, except, and I've seen this in a ton of reviews and commentary on the game, it isn't, it doesn't have that real payoff at the end of like, oh, here's where it all comes together. This is, telling lies is very much like, do you want to be given a bunch of different puzzle pieces and you try to put it together and mm-hmm. figure out what's going on? And I was like, yeah, that sounds really good. Like her story, we did a let's play of, which was like the worst way to do it. It was me <laughs> and Nick trying to do it, talk through it. Yeah. Terrible. But I enjoyed her story. But I think that, you know, lessened my enjoyment of it. This one, I started it on the iPad playing over the weekend. And interesting. I started it up and I got back in. I was like, hmm, I don't know if I'm really into this. Like I started watching the videos and been like, eh, I, I have solitaire on it. And I was like, yeah. well, clearly beating <laughs> solitaire would unlock some kind of code or oh, something really? in the game. Cause like, that's how it kind of worked in the other one. Or I'm thinking of like a, a normal lost phone, right? There's all sure. these like little things. There's you like do. secret back doors to things. Exactly. Right? So I started up the solitaire game and started playing solitaire <laughs> and uh, I played solitaire for a good, <laughs> good while. And eventually on your iPad. Uh, Perfect. Eventually got, it where I should have won, but a, uh, a king was missing. I think uh, so. I had like, I had all the cards except this king, and I was like, "Well, fuck!" Now I, I, there must be a way. So I opened up the, and I literally had this moment of like, 
do I really want to do this? Like, I don't know if I feel, I don't know if I'm in the mood for this game. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know. And I clicked on a video, watched it. And then they said something and I searched that word. And then the next thing I knew I had this notebook I, and I just started, I, I have all these notes. On, on <laughs> me. Just say that yeah, I so sent this over to control. You the video. It, oh yeah, I saw it this came photo on like a hurricane. Tour. It came on like a hurricane with Just me. Just after one video. Where well, I'd already watched a couple, and it's like uh, the main character who looks like Tom Hardy, so I call him Venom, uh, <laughs> go, doing his thing and talking to his daughter and talking to his wife is how it starts, right? Because it's love. That's the first word that's searched. And then I popped out and I didn't care. I did the solitaire stuff. I watched one video and they, I forget what they said. But they oh it was actually well, I forgot what they said I forgot that I took yeah, copious notes. notes they said organizing group when they were talking about this like terrorist cell mm -hmm. yeah. and I was like organizing group and that gave me all this footage and then I'm watching him with a hidden camera talked and I'm like oh and that's when I went and got the notebook and I, I sat down at the table and I just sat there and for the next I don't even remember how many hours this game is because it's got a timer in it or whatever how it goes through I just sat there and played interesting and wrote notes after note after note after note actually Barry if you don't I mind can you close out of this. Just that. And then, hold on. So there. I started at 3.52, and then that... Can you click on that tweet right there? Get me the time on it. And at uh, 6... 14. Just a few hours. Now, yeah. Let's say... I would say probably for you. three hours, right? Yeah, because mm -hmm. they figure I, I played a lot of solitaire before I took that first photo. So there's like a thing to... There's like an object objective here. Of a thing that will roll credits on the game. Yes. Okay. So that, and I didn't understand that, and it's also one of those things I ended prematurely. Okay. I could have played a lot longer, but what I did is that yeah, I didn't know what was happening. In you know, in her story, you saw the reflection of your character every mm -hmm. so often. Then eventually, there's a big thing that happens. This one, similar thing. You you know, the game starts and your character comes into the room. It's it's you know, uh, all all of this is live action, obviously. Uh, comes into the room, sits at the computer, turns it on, and then you're into the computer, and you see her every so often. Occasionally, like your boyfriend will walk into the room and be like, it's it's whatever. I'm going to bed. Wake me when you come to bed. This kind of stuff or have yeah. a conversation mm -hmm. or the cat jumps on the computer and like, oh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I was like, OK, cool. These are clear signposting that like time's passing, but I wasn't paying attention. But at five o'clock, I guess, or maybe even five fifteen every morning, that's when this thing pops up. So the the idea here is that you've been given a hard drive that has this NSA program on it that let you started it too. You know this yeah. uh, that this NSA hard drive that has this NSA program on it that basically is cataloged all the footage from this these people's webs cam, webcams and cell phones and anytime they've had these things set up filming themselves so that you can then search by words everything yeah, subtitled kind of metadata exactly metadata. And so, yeah, at 5 or 5.15 or whatever, uh, this thing pops up of like, okay, cool, do you want to upload everything you found to the net? So you're basically like a whistleblower is the idea. F upload everything here, and then it'll publish, and then you know it'll be over. And so when that popped up for me at 5 in the morning, I was very much like, oh, I didn't realize, I wasn't even paying attention to the computer clock moving. I wasn't paying, I did not know there was like a, an end game that would trigger. Mm -hmm. And so then it became for me of like, well, I can keep futzing around, or I could upload what I have now and see what happens. Because my thought was maybe if I keep going, I, they're going to detect me or whatever. Like they're going to come after me. And so I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? Let's just do it. I've been playing for three hours. I enjoy this game. I'm sure there's I can play again. So you upload it. And that is you start uploading and as you it turns out you'll find out after the fact after you start uploading uh, spoilers I guess for the end but not really because obviously this, this is not at all spoilers for the story inside of the game right except except for the shell to the game 
once you start uploading, that gives the NSA the ability to know that this is happening. So then they come out and try to get you. Right. But yeah, but you don't know that because you're uploading and the thing the, once it completes, you you know you see the woman use a, a a drill to fuck up the hard drives in her computer, mm-hmm. and then it goes live action. We follow her out. The NSA is going like house to, or room to room in the apartments. You go upstairs and have a smoke, and then it ends that yeah you did get captured. There's a rundown report that's like. Hey, this is the damage report on what happened. This is how we think she got the information. Uh, for me, it was like, you know, she only, she, of, of what, whatever, 100 some odd videos, 100, maybe 70 videos or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, she's only watched half. Uh, I'd only watched half of them. I only uh, watched like, some stats. Yeah, I only watched like 74. So then it, it, like pieces stuff together and there's things written on the paper. So it's even like for me who didn't on my first playthrough get everything or really, you know, I guess nail what they wanted to. I thought I nailed what I wanted to know about. <laughs> there's still a few questions. Uh, there's all these notes and things for you to go back and look into more and do stuff. And then right now when I turn it back on, I can click continue and it picks up from when the thing popped up. I'm like, do you want to upload? Gotcha. And it turns out that you can, if you so keep you playing spend a little more time, if you keep playing, it'll get to 5:45 and just stall at 5:45. Mm-hmm. So it'll just perpetually be 5:45 until you upload. Gotcha. So yeah. I can, when I want to, I can jump back in and fill in my gaps. There was like yeah. a really good Austin Walker tweet when her story came out of, he was going through the steam forums. He was like, he found some guy who didn't understand the objective of her story. Yeah. So it, He's like, when does the game end? What am I supposed to do? And someone answered him like, oh, well, the game ends when you're satisfied with the information you've got. Yeah. And his reply was, how do I know when I'm satisfied? <laughs> and like, that's kind of what I've been thinking with telling lies, but it's interesting that there's an actual like win state, essentially. Yeah. It's just that win state is definable by you. Yeah, exactly. That, and that's the thing is like for me personally, okay, so as you go through, and again, I'm not going to spoil stuff because that would spoil what's going on, mm-hmm. but like you go through and I think it's a brilliant system for telling lies or uh, for her story, right? You did have to they say said something interesting in that thing. I'm going to go back out now and search for that word, right? Mm-hmm. This thing, everything's subtitled, and you can just double-click on words and subtitle. You, you know, you're scrubbing and pausing. You can double-click on the word that'll then auto-search it for you, so you can then find all the stuff right there on it. So yeah, it felt... The- way more detective-y and that's why I wanted the notebook this time around where I was like I have all my diary of madman attaching this and like that's what this person said and I searched this word to get here and like how did these go and I was numbering all the characters so when they pop back up I could do it and if like, people can't see this it looks like a amazing. crazy person can you go overhead cam it's, it's, it's the Charlie Day you know conspiracy <laughs> totally. board yeah. but like that for me that was a big I mean if you're Favorite. gonna read my notes by the way spoilers on who <laughs> character names and stuff like that but it was this idea as I did Poor it right gosh. of like this is this was the game to me too, right? Where I didn't feel like, you know how when you play a certain game and you do start taking notes and you do start taking uh, uh, information down, I feel like, well, this is because the game has a bad map or this is because the objective list is bad. For me, it was like, no, this is how I wanted to play. Mm -hmm. I wanted to sit there and I wanted to be this nerdy about it. You know, I didn't have to be that nerdy about it and go through it, but I did. And so it was a really interesting thing because it is that game of, well, there's. I know that there's not going to be a. I found this and it all ends, right? Like I knew from her story that like that really that wouldn't be exactly how this ends. And you played it all on the iPad, right? Yeah, whole yeah. thing on the iPad. Yeah, you're playing on a PC. Yes. How does that feel? Well, I'll save my feedback till after you're done. Okay, cool. Uh, I, it's what I wanted out of that Saturday. Like mm-hmm. uh, I played that that Saturday afternoon, had a great time with it, and so I have read reviews since then because I'm now at that point where I'm like dying to know what other people saw and why did he do this decision like how does this work and looking through that thing and reading reviews on it I am seeing that whole yeah you know it just doesn't have the punch at the end that her story did or it doesn't and like 
the twist. A lot of people keep wanting the twist uh, mm. part of it. And for me personally, I'm glad it didn't because I don't want uh, Sam Barlow's games to become the M. Night Shyamalan of games where it's like, right. we're all playing these data collection games until, you know what I mean? For me, it was way more interesting of fo- seeing a thread I wanted, pulling on it and following that to see where it went to where it got to. Yeah. yeah. And just like there's some of these games like this and Gone Home and obviously Her Story and stuff like that that have kind of a voyeuristic quality to them mm-hmm. that I, it's, rare for games to do that and only games can kind of do that because like you obviously you can have like documentary reality style shows for tv and stuff like that yeah but this is you being intimately involved with a story and people and all that stuff so it's fascinating to play through those like uh what's another i can't remember the name of the game it was one of the best games of last year but that the pirate are the game where you're on a pirate ship uh Oberdin. yes like i loved playing through that game i did the same thing you did of having that note thing and like going through there and like okay this is this person these are these things about these people and i can like pull on that thread too yeah so i i'm actually very interested in telling lies based on your description of it for me and like you're saying how you know only games can do that and it's true but and that was the thing of it is and i hate this word but an interactive movie right like i didn't i i think the thing people are missing uh from this compared to her story is that the woman doing this on the other side of the computer right is just like me she's just a person who's into this and looking at this information Mm -hmm. not like personally tied to the story in some way shape or form for this it is just like i'm in there and i'm doing it and i want to know why he did this. I want to know who that person is. Why did she interrupt this way? What happened? They mentioned this fight. What does that mean? Who are these people? Like that enough for me is like watching a movie instead of them telling me everything in sequential order. It's me going through and piecing it all together. Yeah. But by the same token, it also like that, that puts it at odds with, like you say, you were looking at reviews. Yeah. It's very hard to review this kind of game because you don't know how that story is going to hit somebody. Yeah. It's entirely dependent on whether or not they find a relatable thing in the story for, and to it, grab them. And it was the, at the end, right? I was talking to uh, uh, a kind of funny best friend and, of course, uh, Jen's co-founder, one of them at Pop Agenda, Nick, uh, mm-hmm. Nick Verge. We were DMing about it because he had finished it the same night I finished it. And it was that back and forth. He's like, oh, I didn't like this. And he's like, but what about this? And I'm like, I don't even know who that is. He's like, oh, my God, you didn't find <laughs> this. You need to go do. And it's like, yeah, this is awesome. I love that part of it. Mm-hmm. Fran, what are your thoughts on it? You're early in it? Yeah, so I barely played it. I wanted to understand. I never got a chance to play her story. We were talking about it. I knew it was going to be on the show. So I'm like, yeah, let me pop in and see. Um, you had said, um, yo, you should play it on stream. It would be interesting. And yeah. I actually didn't know if you were messing around once no, I put no, no. it up. No, no, no. I would never I only, mess around with you. And I, only, and I don't mean that um, uh, in a mean way. It's that this is, in my opinion, to, like... When I hopped in, I guess I expected a little more like, you know, gameplay. Um, I haven't played a game like this since, I feel like, decades ago on the PC. Sure. You know, of like click on stuff and investigate. And it's that type of game, but it very much feels like a, if you're in the mood to read a book or sit back and watch something, Mm -hmm. less so playing a game. You know what I mean? Fair. No, fair. And so when you said what you did at the beginning, which is like, I hopped in, I was like, I don't know if I'm into this right now. And, and, um, you kind of watched a few videos. That's what you have to allow yourself to do in this game, which I actually didn't quite get there. I did watch some, but sure. just like, I didn't like, and and uh, sorry, let me finish my point, which was, uh, I actually said what you did, which is like, I feel like uh, I kind of want to like, like go do this lion pad with an iPad or something. Mm-hmm. It's out on iPad, by the way. I was like, I feel like this is the, an awesome format for it. It's cheaper on iOS, I believe. Um, it just feels like that's, I always talk about what's your mood when you're playing. And I often ask like, where are you? Are you on a plane? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that, that's how I relate sometimes to when I play games. Oh, sure, so, that's a real yeah. thing. 
So exactly, you're in a mood to play whatever, Fire Emblem versus an online fighting game. It's different for everybody, but anyway. So for this, I started to realize, I'm like, yeah, like this looks cool. It looks cool because I can. I started watching a few videos and I started to say, oh, she's talking to him, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's saying some weird things. I don't know what's going on. And yes, it starts to hook you in, but you really have to start reading for lack of a better way to put it so listening watching and just going through stuff and it's weird because it does not hold your hand at all yeah and if you've never played a game like this or i uh, assume her story was very similar it's weird because like just start watching the videos and listening and watching but like from a gameplay perspective that is where i was not quite prepared i was like i'm ready to like click yeah i thought i was going to do stuff like you're talking about like click on the hard drive and right click and yeah, yeah, yeah i was trying to like go in thinking i might hack this os a little and <laughs> and it's not that at all cyberpunk you just start watching Stuff. So I opened it. I read the text file. Yeah, you know, yeah, which is funny because it actually it was a spoiler. What you said, they, it tells you. Yeah, at the end of this, upload your stuff. They're going to come for you and destroy everything. You yeah, know, you and know what this is. They yeah, tell yeah. you in the text file that that that's what you're going to do. But then you just sit back and watch stuff. So my short review after not really playing it because I can't review the story is like. For the type of game it is, it's really interesting. It seems well done. You know, scrubbing uh, seems to work pretty well. I can imagine yeah, yeah. on an iPad it works really Dude, well. Dude, it was awesome, yeah, in yeah. terms of that. Because, like, yeah, you you full screen the video, and then, yeah, you scrub, and the further you pull, the faster it goes. You pause, yeah. you rewind. You do it's something. pretty cool. So it's got some time code. You move around. And, yeah, you're literally just investigating videos, from what I understand. Yeah. You're narrowing down, yeah, your story. Um I don't know if, like you said, you feel like you have to take notes or you could just sort of piece it together. I, think, I mean, the, for me personally, I'm just that so bad at remembering characters' names and people's yeah, names yeah, that yeah. I was like, I need to start jotting things down or I know I'm going to get four people removed and be like, fuck, what was that guy who worked yeah. there's name? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. So, like, by that, I'm oh, sorry, by this uh, measure, is that a thing you can play in chunks or... Is it all, like that's you want to play question. it in one big thing? I think you want to play it in one big thing. Okay. I think you want to give it a rundown. And that's like, you know, on there is like why I'm excited, not for this flight, because we have, I have much of work to do for PAX, <laughs> yes. but the next flight where I think, yeah, I want to sit there. Because that's what I was thinking. Like, should I put it on my iPad yeah. for the Seattle flight? I totally think, yeah, totally. Because, okay. yeah, you just get a chance to sit there and have headphones on and be invested in this. Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommended from me. Greg Miller. Yeah, I'm really glad that it's on iOS. I think it's the right platform for it. I'm not saying don't play it on, uh, I think it's on what, PlayStation as well as PC? No, no, no. It's no, just PC. I think it's just PC, PC and iOS. Yeah. I thought it had a, third, maybe it was just on, hmm. I thought I saw a third platform. Oh, you know what it was? No, it was like on uh, GOG or whatever. Ah, yeah, 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 as a, another store for, yeah. for PC or whatever. Uh, anyway, yeah, it, it definitely didn't hook me in because I wasn't in the mood to read is, is what I will mm -hmm. say. But I can see it. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I at least took the time. I was like, yeah, like this, if you want to do that. If you're that, in the mood. If you're in the yeah. mood for that type of game. But boy, is it not like, you know, I was saying, it's not like you hop in and it's like, Click it's on these things. And <laughs> yeah. There's zero zero action, and 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 I laughed at the streaming thing because like I didn't realize that. And so I booted up, and literally I was like reading some text, and I was like looking at the viewer counts, you know. And I was like, oh boy, like, I don't hey, think. Boy. And I tried watching, you know, the stuff too. See, I feel like and it's a fine line to walk. It's an intimate where thing. I feel like Nick and I had such a, a bad let's play or whatever with her story back in the day mm. because it was like, yeah, we were reading so much. Yeah. Whereas this, I feel like it's more of a watch along, especially once you get out of the text. Yeah, file. There's like, not that much. Cool, you do it. And like, yeah, I want to jump to the word fight or, or fuck or whatever. Yeah. Like, and you find it and then you start, Going and then like wait and then pause. And be like, oh guys, what do you think? You know, what I mean, talk to the chat yeah. about it. Yeah, it saves your search history and your your. So I think it's vision is what the tool's called or something. Yeah, something like, like that. that. But um, anyway, I do think if you're in the mood for a story and investigating, I think that's like you were saying. Not a lot of games really mm -hmm. do this or do it well. Um, and that and that's the role play of it. Is like if you can. 
like you said, you see your reflection as yeah. this woman who's investigating stuff, and you really kind of get into that vibe if you let yourself. But um, yeah, I feel like dark room, lean back with an iPad, that's the right format. Hell yeah. Or dark TV on a couch, <laughs> but like sitting in front of your computer while you're live streaming, at least for me, uh, did not work. I got immediate well, it's also, anxiety. Remember, you, don't, you, you have a bunch of like, your audience, right? Your Twitch audience, a bunch of cretins. You know what I mean? <laughs> they don't want. They don't like intellectual games. If it's no. not, if it's not about some Ingram no, falling out of a giant raid boss's yeah. butt, they don't care about it, it. By the way, to walk it back a second, I was kind of surprised there was no like streamer mode for Man of Madon. Like yeah. that seemed like an obvious thing to do, right? Yeah, have like the audience vote or have yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, that's strange. You mean interacting with the yeah. choices, like our voting and just being like, okay, this is what we want you to do. That'd be like an extension. That would that would be interesting. That yeah, would be a be way cool. to. Yeah, you know, there are games that, that have like that. Twitch integration. It just mm-hmm. this one doesn't for some reason. Yeah, hmm. Imran. Yes, we've been talking about what we've been playing. You went off and played Wasteland Three, a demo. I did a couple of weeks ago. I think it was like the day before I got let go. So I so we're a, stealing Game Informer content. There's, this, <laughs> there's a preview in the back of the Game Informer in the back end. Yeah. that is half written that nobody can find because I no longer have a login. <laughs> so we're not even sure what to do with it. So it just exists there. Yeah. But it, it's the first Wasteland game I've played. So okay. I'm not an expert by any means. But it is a very, it was a cool, cool thing to sit down and I guess, uh, I'm sure Wasteland fans are going to be super mad at me because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. But it was this thing of, you're like a group of vigilantes, or not vigilantes, but like a, an officer group of People who had a post apocalypse because Wasteland is always people always talked about it as like a Fallout, yes. like it's the, the I, like what, it, or what original Fallout yeah. was like, right? It's like yeah. that third person action RPG or uh, it's no, no, like to- the original. top down yeah, isometric yeah. kind of thing, like oh, tactical oh. RPG. I was trying to remember because I mean, yeah. we're on the third one now, okay. So it was like I had this group of people and they would just we're going in here, we're gonna go investigate this area of like dissidents or like rebellion or whatever. Because we're looking for this one guy who's kind of crazy, and his father is telling us we need to take him down and like bring him in. So it's the they were telling me like, oh well, you can come in, you can take a back way or come in fairly diplomatically or kind of stealthier way in. I didn't understand the controls at first, so I just kind of like jumped in and got seen immediately. So in doing that, you end up with these AP points that you can attack enemies or bring your giant ass van in and run over enemies and do all that stuff mm-hmm. and slowly like work your way through this dungeon or dungeonous tight area and kill enemies as you go. And it's just like, I'm not going to tell people tactical RPG fans what they already know because it's, <laughs> th- it's a third wasteland game. They know what they're talking about. But for me, as someone who's never played those games, it was a very cool experience. When the fir- I think when it was Wasteland 2 came to PlayStation, I want to say even Vita, but it might have been PS4 or mm-hmm. 3, whatever. That was the one I was like, I love Fallout. I never played the originals. I'll jump into this. Everybody says this is better than the current Fallouts. Yeah. And I remember jumping in and just being like, oh. This is this is, uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is not the game I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yes, but so they are actually making it a little bit more Fallout like in some okay. ways. So not necessarily like by structure, but when I ended up confronting their leader, he is a kind of crazy Joker style guy. Sure, that he was like it, it went to a uh, 3D thing of his character model and like voice acting, and he was like patting a guy in the back who he's torturing. And he pats him so hard the guy's head falls off, mm. and he's like, "Whoops!" <laughs> and then you can talk to him and get like give. Uh, like options for dialogue and all that. And eventually you kind of come to an agreement that, hey, why don't you just join us? Like if you're crazy, but you're also pretty strong. So yeah. you could just join this group and be like a uh, cop, basically a post-apocalyptic cop. Okay. And he's like, if it means no jail, then sure. 
Like, we're not going to fight. We're not going to do any of that. We're just going to join in. So I like that idea because, like, at the end of the thing, the guy was, the developer was telling me, yeah, the guy's dad's not going to be happy about that. He sent you to do a job and you didn't do it. Yeah. So you'll probably not get as much funding or whatever okay. from this job. Okay. So I, I found that idea super cool. Yeah. I'm probably going to play that game when it does come out. Okay. But I did play that demo and it was the same as the Gamescom demo. And I think the backers got the same thing as well. So I... As someone who's never played a Wasteland game, I'm probably going to try this one whenever it comes out. Awesome. Yeah. All right, cool. What do you think, Efrain? You're watching uh, yeah, double checking. It? Yeah, it's funny because I'm remembering more about it now. So it is all real-time mm. combat. Well, um, I mean, it's turn-based. Oh, it is turn-based yeah. then. Okay. So, like, you have points to spend, but, like, you're, you're walk around, and, like, you can choose a character you want to move around at those times. Okay. Um, yeah, I was trying to, like, when I was looking at it, I was like, wait, is it, yeah, the video wasn't working. Okay, yeah, um, so you, it's more turn-based mm -hmm. action RPG stuff. Yeah. How do you, like, what's the upgrade progression path, you know? So it's like, it seemed everyone had skills, everyone had, like, experience that mm -hmm. you could, like, apply to things. Like, I had one person who was a sniper that could okay. just shoot uh, kind of the VAT-style thing of, yeah. well, this guy can pick a part of a certain enemy. So, for example, there were bears so I shot the bear in the head, and that immediately just killed the bear. So I'm like, okay, that's that makes total logical sense. But if you're trying to shoot somebody with armor and you're not paying attention to where they're armored, you right. just assume like, okay, well I'm gonna shoot this guy in the head. Hmm. It didn't work super well, so I just kind of wasted that shot. <laughs> this wasn't a great idea. Lesson learned, exactly. Okay, so you're in, you're in. I'm that in. got I'm, it for you. Yeah, I I don't know. I know previous one of the previous games that were recently ported to Switch. Mm -hmm. Maybe both of them were. So I'm kind of hoping this one is as well because it's like a great place to play it. Yeah, performance-wise, who knows? But is it right now just PC or is it and right now it's just PC? I believe. Okay. 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 Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I believe all the wastelands for the most part have been pretty well received. Yeah. So no, no, totally. That, that's why when it came to PlayStation, I was like, I've heard a lot about this. I want to jump in. Yeah. And it was just I, yeah, too nerdy for me at that I time. I really want to get into this. Like, and I, I'm a huge of, nerd. You know what yeah. I mean? There's renaissance of old RPGs and tactical games of like, we're going to bring back the old style Bioware and like Fallout style, all that's like, we're going to bring those kinds of games back. Yeah. I've not gotten into any of them and not because... Honestly, it is for lack of trying. Like, I've, I've owned Divinity Original Sin 2, which I've heard is one of the best RPGs of all time, period. Yeah. And I would love to play that game. It's just a matter of the taking time. the hours yeah, to Yeah, totally, totally. I was the same way where I, when I played it at Judges Week last year, mm -hmm. uh, I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. I'm going to wait for it to come to PlayStation. And then when it came to PlayStation, I turned it on and jumped in, and I was like, all right, it's all turn-based. Like, <laughs> I want, like, I, I was looking for, like, a Diablo right now. Yeah. I'll get back to this, and I never got back I to it. I heard that game has, like, a really good co-op mode that I want to try out. Mm -hmm. That, like, you and your co-op partner can, like, do different things and, like, walk around and make different decisions in the middle of a town, then come back together and, like, Talk about those decisions as characters. Huh, okay. And like then you can you could overrule your partner or you could lie to someone about what your partner said. It's it sounds interesting. I just need to figure out like that sounds like a very good husband wife game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you're around each other all the time. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Uh Imran, you played this Gamescom demo. Mm -hmm. I played some Gamescom demos as well. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you guys about them after a word from our sponsor. What? Thanks to our first advertiser, Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy, but getting out is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't that great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score. 
and offer smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. For example, when I move in San Francisco, there's always all this stuff that I need for my house and that's gonna rack up a little debt and now Upstart is a great way to smartly pay that off. Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of this smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you are more than just that credit score. They believe in you and they understand that there's more to it. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score. The best part, once the loan is approved, most people get their funds the very next business day. The next day, that's super fast. Over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund their wedding, or make a large purchase. Free yourself from this burden of high interest credit debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is rated number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kind of funny to figure out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and again, it will not affect your credit. Again, head over to upstart.com slash kind of funny. Our next advertiser is Bespoke. With their box of awesome, Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month. They test everything in the box of awesome themselves, from style and grooming goods to barware to cooking tools and outdoor gear. Every product gets put through the ringer before it gets put inside a monthly box of awesome. Cool Greg has this awesome weekender bag that he loves, and he always has it here at Kind of Funny and takes it with him. To get started, Take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, by the way, and you can skip a month or you can cancel anytime. Each box of awesome only costs 45 bucks, but it has over $70 worth of gear inside. So you can also get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and you enter the code KINDA at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com slash KINDA and you'll get that 20% off that first box. So yesterday when Fran didn't come to work, I went down <laughs> to PlayStation HQ. And got Ooh. to play some of their Gamescom titles, starting with Predator Hunting Grounds, okay. oh. which you know I've been stoked about because, of course, Elphonic doing this, the people who did Friday the 13th, one of my favorite games. Asymmetrical yeah. action. Yeah, exactly. Asymmetrical action. If you haven't paid attention, ladies and gentlemen, it's simple. One of you plays as the Predator. The other four people play as the, you know, You run away and don't die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a part of the argument, right? Uh, plays the well, I, I don't even know what branch of the military they are, but the co- commandos, right? Maybe yeah. probably spec ops or whatever. You probably don't say like the novices against the predator, like that's yeah, probably yeah, exactly idea. right. Yeah, yeah, but the badasses, yeah. right? You come in on a helicopter, you get off, and then it's out to do it. So we played a whole bunch of matches. I got to play as predator. Uh, I was the only person uh, to be the predator who killed everybody. So I want you to know oh, they, wow. they didn't even get to bring it. They didn't even bring in reinforcements for me. Was think, that actually what happened, or just what they told you? No, no. It, I, well, okay. it's because I was playing. It was a small group of uh, journos down there playing. Okay. So I got to rub it in everybody's face. <laughs> now, granted, did two of them die because they blew each other up? Yes, but I still killed the <laughs> other two. As I'm sure the real predator doesn't take that for granted. No, he's, he's like, happy yeah. he got it done. And then I warfare. killed the predator. The two sh- tries after that. So nice. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about myself out there. Uh, 
had a great time with it. Hmm. Uh, very, very, very interested to see how it goes. So what we did is we played the same mission uh, in the same zone, uh, you know, like five or six times, which, of course, because they sent that one mission to Gamescom. And then I'm sure, you know, you're supposed to play it and go, not play it over okay, and over Okay, back again. up for a second because, like, I've you never, like, I don't know enough about this sure. game. Missions? Like, I assume this is just a multiplayer thing. It is a multiplayer thing. So online, the right? idea they're going with, though, is that it's not... the w- There's different win conditions, obviously, for mm-hmm. humans versus predators. If you're the commando unit, they're still giving you the narrative thread of why you're there. You're not there to hunt the predator. It's like the movies. Mm-hmm. You're there for something else. So when you're dropped in, like your helicopter lands, you're given a mission. Our mission was that we were there to disrupt this guerrilla communication. So the idea is that we were there, we were going to infiltrate this enemy base, hack the computer. Of course, you hack the computer and the solar panels go down, so there's three things we have to run out now and fix, then come back, get the hack going, run to a different guerrilla base, upload the virus or whatever the hell it is, then exfiltrate, right? Get get the hell out of there mm-hmm. by the helicopter. So that's your mission on paper. There are There's enemy NPCs out there, there's like dudes running around. It, it's very funny. They told us like, of course, this is an 80s action movie. So they have the intelligence of an 80 action movie uh, villain. Sure. So they stand around red barrels. You know what I mean? Like when you see them, they're, they're not meant to be the threat, right? They're the ads. They're, they're the thing that are there to you're killing and, you know, they're giving you distracting you, but they're not meant to be the real like you're right. not. You shouldn't be getting killed by an NPC when you're 100 percent of health. It's the fact that they're, they're there to distract you or give you a challenge while the predator is making his yeah, moves and doing his little thing. disruption. Exactly. So as the human team, you can win by completing the mission, getting on the helicopter, getting the F out, right? You can win by, you guys find the predator, you kill the predator, it's game over, you've won the thing too. Yeah, and if you haven't played Friday the 13th, right, it was similar. I don't recall there being multiple missions. Maybe they added that. No, yeah, Friday the 13th had no mission structure at all. Yeah, that's what I was confused. Exactly. Friday the 13th was, it was counselors versus Jason. The idea was either to survive, get the cops there. you had to get out. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. You, the cops got there. You had to get there. You could survive just, I think, making it till sunrise. That oh, be- that's right. So, yeah, you had a couple. But the main objective, ideally, I thought, maybe it was because it was more points, but you'd put the batteries together. you find yeah, a battery. Yeah. you get, get in the car. Get the car. Get everybody get the in the car, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it was, and get out of there. But, like, meaning similarly, it sounds like this concept is similar. Right. right. You're you're more offensively powered here, obviously. Counselors oh, okay. were just meant to run. With the Predator, yeah, you can kill the Predator. Stupid. You can fight the Predator. Like, it's uh, tough, and they want it to be tough, but mm-hmm. that is an actual place you can go mm-hmm. for. Which was interesting, too, because, again, as we were passing controllers and everybody going in there, like, one of uh, the people who had joined the demo late got, you know, was Predator after me. And it was very much that thing of, like, shit, guys, this, he doesn't know how to play Predator. Do we? <laughs> like, when he showed up, usually it's, like, fucking scatter, you know, get away. Yeah. Like, but it was, like, do we want to try to circle up and kill him? Like, you want to <laughs> just get him that way? And so that's the fun balance around it right where mm. so that's how the humans can win predator wins obviously by killing all of you right uh just get, eviscerating everyone destroying them however also if predator takes enough damage just like in the movies he can pull up his personal computer and set off the nuke mm. and so if you kill people if you kill everybody with the nuke you also win even though you die like it's like there's a different way yeah. to oh, do there a radius you yeah can, exactly yes. there's a thing to run for option. yeah yeah exactly but you didn't win victory which seemingly would keep people from like grouping up too often like yeah, and that's I, the, it's right yeah and that's the one of their big things is like uh you know the in the beginning when you get there like uh, predator if you remember the movies he has predator vision obviously mm-hmm. right he can see heat signatures uh as soon as you get there they're like, exactly as soon as they get there you know you look at the ground and you slather the mud on yourself and that takes you off predator's vision mm-hmm. that only lasts so long so you like it was this thing of we get into combat we'd be working the thing predator would show up when predator shows up he's in, he's up in the trees usually right if you see him up there and you you know aim down sights at him and click on the right stick you can tell 
tag them for a little bit. They'll oh. be a predator thing. But what's awesome about it and really adds to the frantic nature is, is like you have to be dead on. It's not like being in the vicinity of Predator because if you do that, it would it was awesome when we'd be playing and somebody'd be like, "Oh fuck, Predator!" and you look and you just see the like the go there like ping system just going crazy because they're trying to target him, but they're just dropping the yellow ping like oh. like go to that. So it's like you you know he's somewhere in that vicinity now, but you don't know how fast he's moving and what he's doing. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, so there was that pandemonium, and then I'd run away, and then I'd put on the mud, and then I'd be like watching. I'm just camping. I just want to survive. I'm letting them yeah. fight Predator. Like, <laughs> yeah, can yeah, I get yeah, in yeah. a cheap shot on Predator? All this stuff. <laughs> now the truth is exactly. Been I mean, everybody knows how I play these games. You know what I mean? I'm camping <laughs> like a motherfucker. The vulture. Exactly. Uh, and so, you know, in the beginning, it's all about stealth, so you don't give away your location to Predator, then Predator will show up, then it's about, like, fighting him off enough so that he has to go heal, because as you're shooting him and hitting him, right, he's doing that, you know, the green blood, yeah, and then you can yeah. track Predator, so he's got to run and give him stealth stasis. When I started playing as Predator, you know, you have Predator Vision, once you you run to the you're on the start on the ground you run to the base of a tree it highlights red you can hit it and that'll send you up and then from there like you're going branch to branch you know mm-hmm. and it'll show which ones you can go to you don't have to worry about hitting x or anything it's it's just you just run in that direction you're automatically running through the trees feeling super powered how is that traversal because friday the 13th was uh, a little stiff i mean part of that was called the 80s vibe well, i thought Jason it was too. Too. yeah, right, yeah, yeah how yeah, does yeah. this feel right like leaping tree to it tree feels good. sounds I mean, like it, it could you know, be a technical like problem well no i think again similar to what we're talking about in the opposite way with Ma- man of Medan, right i think this one speaks to how great it is to have this on just playstation 4 mm-hmm. right where it is cool here's one system to worry about here's how it should feel like you know this is a 2020 game the mission i ran and like the, the traversal for predator up there felt great it was I got to get used to it, right? There was that moment of like when you know I I I'm shooting people with the uh, with the plasma cannon yeah, or whatever from yeah. up there, and I'm like, oh, cra- I got him. How do I get down? They're like, go get the skulls. I'm like, how do I get down? They're like, right. oh, you know, hit circle. You have to learn. Like, yeah, exactly. It's that little stuff. But it was sure. more. My concern was more of once I was in the trees, am I going to be falling out of them? And that wasn't the case. It was you're running, you're going. You know, I'd give away. You have a, an energy meter that is using your, uh, you know, uh, uh, stealth camouflage when you're up there. Uh, so you know that would be going. And then like when they found me and they shot me and my energy ran out and I had to run away, it was like, right? Am I screwed? No, no. I'm going to be able to get away. I'm actually going to be able to get away and figure this out as a noob mm-hmm. who doesn't understand how any right. of this stuff is. But Sounds fun. It's great. And yeah, and that's the thing is I'm I'm obviously. I need to see more missions because it was, you know, our fifth one in a row on the yeah. same map. They were very clear. <laughs> What's like the variety, right? They're like, head, like obviously, we're running the same mission right now, the same objectives time after time. When you get retail game, it's going to be that, even if it's the same mission back to back, objectives have swapped. They're not in the same location. It's yeah. not the same. Because, like, this was very much like when I was Predator, he's like, all right, cool. Like, that's the way the first point's going to be. So go that way, right? Like, yeah, they're that trying can to kill an asynchronous game, like, totally. evolve. Like, yeah. it was so repetitive. Like, the first match is like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then 10 matches later, like, the last nine matches have been the same. Mm. It's been like, oh, it's been fun, but I'm not doing anything different. Yeah. So, like, and, hopefully they nail that. And so that's the, you know, they, that when I came back and I was talking to Nick about it, who's a big Predator fan, mm. he's like, oh, is it like Evolve? And I was like, how, how do you know about Evolve, Nick? But I was like, <laughs> no, it's not. Like, you start as, a, when you're the human class, right, there is a, do you want, I was assault every time, but there's a sniper class and there's whatever. But mm. it's not Evolve of, like, remember, it was like, I'm the medic. I'm the guy. I have to make sure I drop this shield on them, and yeah. you have to make sure you use this. Otherwise, this isn't fun. Like, it was very much that. I think everybody can get in there and use the class they want to be and not and like work together, obviously, but also so like more kind of monster hunter, I guess. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it evolves, because like for a first uh, first uh, taste of it, I was super into it. Obviously, I love Friday 13th. I, I, I love Predator as well. It has that like 
uh, not techno, but like what electronic like soundtrack to it or whatever mm. when you're in the helicopter and come in and get ready to fight. Like, is it like you saying it's like synth? synth. synth yeah, that's, soundtrack. A, that's okay. right. And then of course too, like when you get killed, it's permadeath in the game. But similar to Friday Thirteenth, where you could call on Tommy Jarvis, uh, you can, if you guys last long long enough, there's a reinforcements mission you can do to mm. do that's like a sub objective that then everybody who's been killed gets to come back as a reinforcement and play again and play in the same thing and go. So it was cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah, uh, it was cool. Yeah, what well, I didn't talk about Predator can pounce off of stuff and nuclear stuff. He's got two med kits he can use up in the trees. Um, yeah, I've, for a first taste of it, I was I was super into, it, super stoked for it. Cool. It's only Crossing. online multiplayer. Like, there's no story mode, or anything like that. No story mode no, that I'm I, I'm aware okay. of. It's just online multiplayer. I figured yeah. as much. I'm yeah, yeah. kind of curious. Yeah, sure, sure. Do we know release window yet? 2020 or? is all they said. Yeah. <laughs> so far away, you know. If you wanted to know what's coming up on the drop shot, <laughs> Barry, you can unmute us. Don't talk about that game anymore. Got it. Gotcha. All right, that was it. Yeah, Fran. Yeah, Fran. No, no more, more death, death stranding, stranding talk. All right? Don't talk death stranding. <laughs> We're unmuted now. Yeah. All right, Baby cool. Rocking. So why at this PlayStation event, the other two games I got to see, and I'll keep it short. In these was Medieval. Mm-hmm. Which uh, oh. I my medieval experience was playing it. I think in Walmart, maybe Kmart oh, on, wow, the, yeah. on the PlayStation One demo rig all the time, and thinking it was cool. So I came in with whatever we yeah. medievals here. I know Kevin's like the only person excited yeah. for it. <laughs> like playing it, I was like, oh shit! Like this actually looks really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it plays really well. I mean, for you know a, a remaster or not even a remaster, what a rebuilt, a whatever, yeah, a remake yeah, a of remake, a PS One game, right? But it's got a whole bunch of TLC in it. It's cute. It's got that Halloween vibe. You know, for a game coming out in October, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can see where I'd sit down and play this. But yeah, I, I did uh, the demo for it for Gamescom, which was hacking a whole bunch of zombies up, going and fighting the stained glass monster at the end of this thing. And mm-hmm. they've done a thing. I was talking to the developer on it, right? Some weapons had a secondary fire. Now all weapons have a secondary attack. Yeah. Uh, you have different, you know, uh, you have your you you have a secondary weapon, of course, where you, I was using mainly sword and shield, but I also had a crossbow. And so you're running around doing stuff with that. It was it. It felt like what a reimagining of a PS1 game should feel like. Mm-hmm. I feel, and this is somebody who does not have a connection to the actual medieval on PS1. So, I enjoyed what I played. So, I'm kind of curious. Like, just this popped in my head, but sure. if you were to compare other kind of remakes to this, do you feel like this is like, let's say direct comparison, Link's Awakening to this game? Sure. L- obviously, Link's Awakening is a more anticipated remake. Yeah. Do you think that's only because the original title is more beloved, or do you think like? That game has just more TLC in it than this. No, I think I think it's more that that game is just more beloved. Okay, I think that's this was the thing when Crash hit really right, where everybody's like, "What's going to be next?" And it was Spyro. I was like, "All right, Spyro kids really like that." And it's like, Mm -hmm. "Okay, Link. Okay, great." And then it's like Medieval, and it's like, "Okay, like (laughs) you never heard people really clamoring for Medieval, but now that it's here, like it does strike me as like I'm going to be in the mood for this come October. I'll do a run around and uh, fight some bosses. We're in that weird time frame now where like things from 20 years ago are finally getting remade. Yeah, so like it's this FF7 Crash Spiral, all that stuff. I'm kind of wondering like what's left. Where's Pilot Wings? Come on, they made that bad 3DS game. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Yeah. that was uh, that was 3DS should be. Yeah. They've done, I mean, they've done the, the whatever, remake, right? But I mean, a, a true Parappa the Rapper would be really interesting. Yeah. If they were like from the ground up, not no, not even holding on to anything. We're giving you a brand new 2020 Parappa the Rapper. I like Dumb Jammer Lemmy better. Yeah, well, that's Personally. Fair. That's fair. No, yeah. I'm not arguing with you. I'm not arguing with you. That would work. Yeah. But yeah, for, that's you cool. know. Uh, oh, sorry. I think my big question was, if you didn't know what Medieval was, you never played it, had oh, no sentimentality question. for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 
and now go in and just play it as seemingly like action adventure, right? Yeah, it's totally. Slightly isometric-ish. Like, it's not, no, I mean, it's falling your eyes. It's third person. It's third it person action. It is like action. pretty close. Up. I couldn't remember if it was a little more tilted. Well, they up, have but. now a Dan Cam you can hold to bring it down. It's a little okay. bit looser than that. It's a normal. little higher up. Yeah, as yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, you're just kind of in a 3D world going around. Yeah, like, running around, stuff smashing stuff, collecting stuff. Getting to the end of you the level. You see a green hand, so you know you have to find the green rune. You bring it and you get it and right. it opens yeah. the doorway so and lets you go. with that in mind, how does it play, you know, moment to moment? How does it feel? You it, know, if you remove mo- the sentiment. I mean, well, I don't have any sentiment, like I said, really, right? Like I didn't. I was, you know what yeah. it is, so you have that context. So. I feel like it feels probably a bit looser than what you'd expect from a regular third-person one, right? Of like, dated. I felt the camera was a little bit more bobbly than okay. I'd be used mm-hmm. to, than I think you'd be expecting. But again, I was also on it. You know how it is these demos where I'm, I'm literally TV's here and I'm playing <laughs> yeah, like here, yeah, like yeah, all right, yeah. cool. Like I, I think it's not going to be a detriment okay. to it. So it feels a little dated mechanically, but well, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, because I think it's trying to be a modern PS1 game. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what it's trying yeah. to accomplish is what well, it's funny, we talked to about, I mean, different type of game, but Bloodstained went through this in our conversation where it was like, I don't know, like it feels like, why don't they have all these other moves and modern moves? And for that one, it was like, no, they want to stay true to what it was. Right. And so I don't know if it's sort of that or... Um, I mean, remakes are always kind of fraught with that problem of do we change too much and piss people off or yeah. not change enough it doesn't right. feel modern like FF7 remake has been feeling the heat a little bit from fans it's like well this is not FF7 it's yeah. just a new game with that same story mm-hmm. yeah. but I guess what I think about most is 2D games work really well for this because they are sort of locked into that style it's a mood it's a it's really nice artistically too it doesn't feel old. this is different so again just like looking at the game are you like yeah it's like it's fun you know like uh, I, yes I had fun with it okay and I, that was my it thing doesn't they, feel too slow or that no not at all. Yeah. I mean, I, it feels like it feels like what it is, right? Where it is a third person action, not mascot thing, but it feels like yeah. you can mm-hmm. feel like, oh, like, this reminds me of how I'm fighting things like how I felt to play Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Of running around and beating on everything, right? right. Like, and it, it, to your point of like, I felt uh, with just the sword stuff, like, I, okay, I could have used a lock on button, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that would have been more easy. But then again, the secondary attack is a spin move, right? So it's like, well, I should probably use that more. I right. should probably work that into my repertoire rather than mm-hmm. why I'm just hacking at stuff. Right. Why is it not doing exactly what I want it to? Okay. But then it is the, like I'm saying, modern PS1 where they're like, you know, we don't have uh, boss ch- boss fight checkpoints. Like, you're fighting the boss, and if you die, you got to run back to him and get back in there and do it because they, they're like... That was important to us, right? In terms of maintaining what medieval was, and I think it's fine if they had checkpoints. Like that's one of the things I'm never going to complain about. Yeah, I know, I know. Me neither. Usually, but it was like <laughs> the, it was you know the stained glass man I fought wasn't bad, so I was like, whatever, yeah. no big deal. Do you think there's like a clamor for medieval in modern day? I no, I don't. Uh, and that's I mean, I remember when PlayStation All Stars dropped, and we were, me and me and Colin on Beyond were like, "Wow, man, well they got Sir Daniel Fortescue you in there." Clearly, they're getting ready for a medieval thing, and everyone's like, "Are we? <laughs> Are we getting ready for a medieval?" Nobody gave a shit. And so, again, I think it's gonna be interesting. I don't see it selling gangbusters, but I do think based on the what I played, I'm suddenly interested in playing it. And mm-hmm. so, if that's the thing of when it drops in in October, and it's like you're in the mood for a Halloween-y game of running through the gr- graveyard and smashing up these things and it's got a bunch of fun voice acting and you know it's got a cute little story and there's a bunch to unlock and a bunch to do and yeah is it simple from what I played sure you know what I mean it is a PS1 game where it was like you know I ran ahead and it's like oh I need the green thing and I turned around I'm like I thought I explored really well and I turned around and ran back and sure enough you know one of the mausoleums right, I you passed had to turn around. <laughs> exactly it's sitting there and I was like 
Yeah, That's actually kind of cute. You know what I mean? <laughs> I haven't had a game do that to me in a long time. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, it was here. You just wouldn't have thought to run for it. Turn around. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to give my uh, two cents on uh, if people are clamming for this. I, I predict this will be one of those weird ones where it'll do really well in the UK. <laughs> like a month, like same with Crash, same with Spyro, where like the like both of those games did really well over there for like a couple months, and Crash even longer. Uh, but yeah, like this was definitely a game that I think they're they're doing this remaster to aim at people my age. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I feel like I do you have a soft spot for me? Fuck no. Okay, this is like <laughs> and like my core friend group who like are all into these types of games from our childhood, like. None of us has, have talked about or shared love mm-hmm. about this game. So I think maybe I also think you when I you framed it under Halloween's coming. You know, yeah. it's an old Sony IP. What's next? You know, it does feel like an easy end of lifespan. You know, we haven't done anything with it. We've been talking about it as a studio probably for whatever seven eight years. Yeah. And it's like you know what? It wouldn't take that much work. It'd be a great hit for the end of year because frankly, we're transitioning to PS5, and so I think mm-hmm. it is an IP they have, and maybe it's the question too of like let's just do this. Maybe maybe we want to work on another one, right? Um, I mean, we live in world where knack exists now and that's the thing so <laughs> like why not medieval why can't that be you know a sequel driven ip for them so maybe this is also like yeah. a soft touch and you never and know what's gonna hit yeah i maybe. honestly think i do feel like if people Good for kids too maybe and, and this is again i'm obviously doing that thing where i'm coming off a preview event so i'm i i've played that much of the game yeah, and i'm like this is i had a lot of fun maybe it falls apart and maybe the bosses are really annoying later on yeah, some preview. based on what i played though if they maintain that throughout like i this is a game i will make time for in october i think it'll make sense to be there and it does i don't know again as somebody who does and have like a strong oh man medieval feel for it i think it's got a shot at actually turning some heads if it's given that same chance but october is a competitive time there's a million different games yeah. coming out like are people going to make time for medieval like if you have a, if you have a switch and a ps4 and you can buy one game like you yeah. want, you're in a halloweeny mood would you buy that at luigi's mansion honestly oh, man. yeah right that yeah, great point yeah me too no i, I, I would too because i have a soft spot for yeah. luigi obviously yeah. right and i love luigi's mansion it's great fresh new game. game it's looking good i'm trying to figure out if they've set it priced yet for medieval I would oh yeah that's a good point is they, it? remakes are usually cheaper yeah that's what i was them. thinking can huh? you pre-order it on the store just like playstation store medieval yeah i know i know how the playstation store works <laughs> frank. you know there's 30 s- bucks yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's logical. That's hard how that works, right? You know what I mean? He's out here on IGN trying but to figure says, it out. <laughs> I was on Wikipedia, <laughs> sir, and Polygon. Uh, no, it was... I, 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 I'm impressed from what I saw for mm-hmm. somebody who doesn't have it, where I was like, even playing, it was like, the voice acting's fun, and like, I, seeing Sir Dan, who doesn't have a jaw, try to talk to other people, and he's oh, like, whoa, yeah, that's whoa, right. his <laughs> caption, it's like, that's cute. that's cute, that's funny, I can see me playing through this, yeah, yeah. yeah. so I'm cool. looking forward to it, and then the other one I played, which I'll spend two seconds on, was Ready Set Heroes, huh. which is the one that's also coming to PC, the mm-hmm. Epic Game Store, right, that they made a big deal <laughs> on, there you go, really? friend. Now, now you, you got get my you. attention. Do a little turbo tax, get into quicken, and right, right on ready, set, right heroes, ready, heroes. Set heroes. Uh, it's a two v two dungeon crawler with these like little animals that are cute, and they all have different outfits, right? And so you, you it'd be me and Fran versus Imran, and we'll say Alfredo, and uh, <laughs> we, you know, you both start. At, you, you're both groups start. They don't see each other, but you both start. You start going through this, these dungeons. Uh, you're seeing how far into the uh, the dungeon the other people are. So it's like you know you're on level one, they're on level two already you go through you beat them up you're collecting gems as you go those gems are giving you stat buffs for your, you know 
your strength, your uh, magic, all that stuff as you go. Mm-hmm. Then as you beat the enemies and clear everybody out, they drop treasure chests and now you're getting a better staff, a better sword. It has ice powers. It has whatever powers. Then you go through to the next dungeon. You do it all again. You keep going. This And it's like a race to get to the boss, to beat the boss, to then get whatever loot off of him, to then be catapulted to the final uh, fight between the other team. And so mm. we went through, we beat the boss that triggered end game. We all got tossed into the world where we had, we were on this like weird floating platform and these whales were going around and we had to hit sushi to our colored whale or uh, rotten fish heads to the other color, colored, the, the mm. bad guys whale. So that points would be deducted and we'd all have it based on that. You can hit each other in this. You can knock each other off the thing. Obviously this is bringing mm. in the stats of how you've, collected what you've gotten on gear drops to fight each other that way and then at the end you know it'll be done and they're going to award you cosmetics and different things like that and all sorts of stuff (laughs) it was cute but it was very much that game that i finished and i was like cool that was fun enough but it's like who's asking for this game like you know know what i mean like you got to try different eyes you got to do everything it's clearly it works it plays well it's cute colorful you know we had a a, a one crash but that's not at all because the game's bad it's just because it's a you know preview build of a game or whatever running on a dev kit I enjoyed myself, but I'm not enough to where I'd be like, I need to play this again. And I don't know if there's an audience being like, I really want a competitive dungeon crawler right now. It always weirded me out that like Sony has only ever tried that thing. And this made me like this dismissive of the actual game and its characters a little bit, but they've only ever tried to take their IPs like Sly Cooper and Ratchet and all that yeah. and put them in one like collaboration or if you count places in all stars two collaborations yeah, yeah. there's yeah. that move heroes game as well yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. why not do that with stuff like this and see that's what that's that was what i thought this was missing because it's like yeah you're you're getting a new otter or whatever or a new skin <laughs> for this fox or new characters when you win it's like cool who cares like i don't i don't these are just weird it, it strikes me so much as a game i would expect to and it, it's it very much smacks of when playstation was making like guns up and was yeah. making uh, that weird moba and it was just like cool you're you're making all these games why are you making like and i'm not against it whatever go you know make a game but like i don't see this hitting i don't see this being a, a must-have people need to have it was good it was quality i enjoyed my time with it but not enough to where i was like i'm motivated to play more mm-hmm. nor do i again hear people being like i want a very generic animal dungeon crawler yeah if <laughs> you would have slapped on it's sly and ratchet and you know it is playstation all-stars ready set heroes Okay, maybe there's a reason there to be out there and playing. Yeah, that's and a doing selling point. That's a hook. Yeah, and just weird to not have that. And that's what I thought this one lacked was a hook to it, where yeah. it's like you could have, if I had played this sight unseen, I'm just doing demos at packs, and I was like, cool, and they're like, oh yeah, and it's like a PlayStation exclusive. And they're probably like, what the fuck, really? Like, is a PlayStation's making this one happen? All right, cool, hmm. but whatever. Yeah, that could be. It's the game that came out on Steam, and maybe some people are making videos on it. Yeah, yeah. For animal. Yes. You played some Borderlands Cross Fortnite. Yes, uh, very quickly. I mostly hopped in because, so they announced, if you haven't been on the up and up, that, uh, that doesn't make sense. If you've been, if I haven't, you've been taking bribes from people. You've been a bad person. No, uh, if you haven't been in the know, uh, they just announced that Borderlands Mayhem, you know, has come to Fortnite. It's not a cross event. We've seen Stranger Things. We've seen Marvels. We've seen a lot of stuff, but game-wise, there hasn't really been, uh, I'm sure there's been something about remember much or anything so i was like oh cool um borderlands runs on the unreal engine and it's a huge thing coming up on um you know epic store and all that but just a huge game and so anyway 
they showed in the trailer like you going into this mayhem is coming to Fortnite. It's all like tune shaded, you know, like Borderlands. I was like, oh, is that for the trailer? Like that looks cool. <laughs> and of course, you can play as um, you know one of the enemies with like claptrap as a backpack. And so uh, anyway, so you, you get a couple items. You also get like those buzzsaw uh, scythe. They're really weird, like, melee weapons. So, anyway, you can go to the store, and for 20 bucks, you know, 2,000 uh, credits or whatever, you can buy that. But, anyway, did that. Wanted to see the skin, um, the animations on it. looks really nice. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. really true to Borderlands. Getting Claptrap backpack is just really cool if you want to get that. But uh, then I hopped in and flew to the zone, you know. There's a Borderlands zone in there. I just wanted to talk about it on the yeah, show. Yeah, please do. I, I think it's worth, like, while it's happening, if you're a Borderlands fan, it's a free game. I know Fortnite might be done for some folks. It's so wildly popular. I know a lot of people out there still playing it. But meaning, take the time, go in there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Because like it's Fortnite, right? And which is already a very popping, colorful game. But when you go in, it is like it's very true to the feel and the color that I I would love to hear. You got some little, skags in there. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't see any skags. Good musical intro. Like, bus driving through. Yeah. None of that really. But like texture wise and everything. It looks. It has that cell shaded look to it. Yeah. You you go into like uh, little Pandora is what it is. Okay. And you go little in Pandora. and and uh, what I was wondering is since it runs on Epic, how closely they collaborate with Gearbox. It seems really sure. closely. It has a really nice feel to it, and uh, it's just kind of fun to pop in there. It's just one small zone on the map, and uh, worth checking out. If okay. so. Mm-hmm. So, but it's the same. So it's part it's of the not, regular Fortnite map, or is it its own mode? Yeah, it's just part of the map. So oh, wow, that, that's okay. what's interesting. They placed on the map this little Pandora section that you can go Neat. to, and that's what got me. I thought, like for the trailer, they're like mayhem has come, and they were kind of just playing with the visuals, and it was just a skin, right? Um, and again, I'm trying to remember when you could go to like a, a themed section of the map, especially that was on a game, and so it's pretty, it's pretty cool to pop in there and see all the cell shading and nice. everything on the environment. It really looks like. Borderlands, so I did a great job with it. So. It's so smart the way they built Fortnite to be able to like create little theme parks yeah. Yeah. wherever you need to, whenever you need to make a marketing campaign for something. Because right, yeah. obviously they want Borderlands Three is the first really huge Epic Games Store exclusive. Triple yeah, a, so they yeah. want yeah, people to buy it. They don't want people to wait for Steam. They want people to get hyped up and play yeah. it now. Yeah, and it was a smart crossover. I would love to see more game crossovers. Yeah, um, totally. It was just really cool as a gamer. Because like, as much as I love movies and TV and it's cool to see in there, it's gotten so much love, you know, and now I'm like, yeah, why don't we, we need to see more games. I realize that Fortnite is a game, and so there's a certain <laughs> I know you mean, though. Yeah, competition yeah, yeah. there. But it, honestly, it was really fun to see and got me to come back and, and hop in real fast. So. Awesome. It's cool. What about Control? Yes, control. Man, uh, so last week, uh, maybe summarize, but I believe you said something to the effect of you like control, has some Liked it a lot. I wasn't sure if I loved it. Issues. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You, I remember you said it's good, but I don't know that I'm loving it, but it's good. Yeah. And that's where you landed. Yeah. And we came down to Games Daily. Trevor Starkey asked me on Monday. He's like, it's been, a, it's been you know, Thursday. Yeah, you beat it time. Wednesday or Tuesday or whatever. Then you had to talk Thursday. How did you feel? And I was like, I love it. Like it's it's that oh. game I haven't been able to stop thinking about. It. It's exactly what we talked about it. Like, oh, so you did get a little more like you wanted. I, I mean, I'm not like far, all my complaints about it and like the, the map and the control or the uh, my, my problems with the map. My right, problems the with a bit confusing. the uh, performance. The problems with like the ending being like a weird ending. Like yeah. like <laughs> I'm still with that, but it was very much coming off that bad taste in your mouth, and yeah. then uh, over all weekend like playing other games for like reviewing for this episode, but also being like. I really want to go back to control. I really want to go right. do this. So, and that's why I remember. I was like, yeah, you know, though, like when, so when I was watching all the trailers and it, it's just a hard game to describe and maybe see in marketing material, I think they could have done some other things, but so I just didn't know. And based on your description, I remember saying, I'm like, I think it could be a game for me though. 
So, long story short, yes, I'm totally like hooked on it. I am playing on PC. I think buyer beware on performance issues. This game pushes physics like in a way that we have not seen yeah. in a while. And so, that's Remedy's specialty. I saw the Digital Foundry guy, Dark One X, was tweeting. Dark One X. Yeah, tweeting the other day that it seems to vary by individual console. Of like, some people have bad performance <laughs> issues, some people don't. I've and, heard that. Yeah. PlayStation, I don't know. So PS4 a little seems hearsay. To have, like, the worst part. PlayStation like, the across worst. the board, including Pro, I've heard has trouble. Yeah. I heard some decent things about Xbox, but do your research is the point. I wish I could tell you. Maybe we can figure that part out. But but real yeah. fast, I am playing on PC, so be aware that I set it actually to low. I'm streaming while I'm playing, which sometimes can interfere. But most games I can clock pretty high. But I had yeah. to set this yeah. one on low to get a smooth experience. But it actually looks really great still. I anyway, did, I did see on judges. I played on Judges Week for. The RTX one, like mm-hmm. the yeah, those, the, I the turned that on card. actually. Yeah, it is so amazing looking with it's that really stuff cool on. Like, I was not a believer in that graphical tech, mm-hmm. but like that made that game. It was night and day between that and not. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, I'm a little picky with ray tracing stuff. Like, I actually have it. I mean, shocker, everybody. It's <laughs> on. I think people got to figure out ray tracing. It gives the world a very soft, soft, soft look, and it's something for them to figure out. But anyway, into the gameplay. Man, uh, once I got the beginning of the powers, and that's all I would convey, is if you've been thinking about control and you like um, getting into combo-based you know, action, RPG in a way, mechanics, where you're, you're pulling stuff up from the room, you're choosing what you're throwing, you're developing those powers, you're earning a currency to start modding that stuff, you're finding stuff via puzzle work, and in fact, I didn't realize it had a little bit of that Metroidvania mm-hmm. stuff where you get to places and you're like, how am I gonna get across here? And then later you're like, oh, um, in fact, famously now, like a lot of people have been doing this in the game, I think it was a design choice, there's a moment where you get somewhere, uh, it's not a spoiler, but you get somewhere and you're like, oh, I think I saw this in the trailer. You're like, woohoo, I'm Peter you Pan. And you and Andy do the exact same thing on Everybody screen. Everybody did. <laughs> you think you're Peter Pan because you watched all the trailers and you're d- this, in this very confusing world uh, getting these powers. You're like, heck yeah, now I'm going to, uh, you fall to your death. No, I <laughs> thought it was going to be a Magneto moment where all the platforms come to right? me. Right? You just and, don't like, know. Like form in front of my feet. No, yeah. no it just fell down. So it, it, it definitely is a trippy game and that's another side of it, but core gameplay and it's the thing that I focus on the most. Many will remember for as as much problems as Anthem had the core of flying Mm -hmm. the core of even some of the combo mechanics it had a lot of potential. The different javelins anyway, in this game I got so excited once I started getting my powers and I realized that you can get mod drops randomly in the world. Speaking now to a Division Destiny player (laughs) they're common, they're rare you get up to legendary I assume and so you start getting upgrade materials and I'm like ooh you know it costs negative 11% to use my dash now I'm gonna change my build and then it's like oh I wanna get a second mod man I gotta go out and uh, grind this out for a little bit (laughs) like go into this room and get some enemies and um, also they do an excellent job in the game of rewarding you for exploring the corners Mm -hmm. there's a ton of just like notepads that you find with lore and, and I'm less so that guy but man all of a sudden you'll just get materials you needed by there's this box hidden up on a shelf and Long story short, I'm about eight hours in, and I love the style, the aesthetic, and um, I just keep thinking about it, like you said. I keep wanting to go yeah. back and just like force pull stuff, and the way that I'm playing is developing, too. Like, I got a new power, and I found that it's completely changing some of the way that I'm doing things, and um, just really enjoying it. And you, get, you craft weapons in this stuff, too, and, and uh, I'm super excited on the game. I think it's one of Remedy's best works Great. in a long time, and... Uh, it's hard to hard to sell, I think, by just watching. You really got to get a mm-hmm. chance to play. It's it. game of the year material for me. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like at this point, I mean, I'm I'm about where Fran is in as well, 
but it's hitting all those notes that I love, and I think it's just it's an aesthetic marvel, dude. Like this, totally. so this looks amazing. is one of the most gorgeous games, not only just graphically, but art direction. Art, the art direction the is art fantastic. Direction, sure. um, I did watch a Digital Foundry video where they broke down every console. Mm-hmm. It runs best on X. Second Does, is obviously okay. the Pro. The Pro, like they said, far and away the X is the best to run it on. Then the Pro yeah. is kind of a pretty decent drop down. And that the like I was one- saying, I, that's what I was playing on. I was talking about it last week, where when I pause the game and I can, when I, every time, every time you pause the game, you come out of it. It goes. That seems to happen on X as well. Well, then how's it the best? But then they showed combat on like the S or the standard Pro, and it you know, or the standard PS4 rather. And when you hit certain rooms, it it's you know you're hitting 15 frames per second. It probably has some good tech from like Quantum Break when they had to do the X patch for that. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see. I think it's worth standing on that point for a moment which actually it is one of the biggest problems with the game and actually I would say it's questionable because we're playing on you on PC or no? I'm on Xbox One X Oh see we're, you're on the best of the platform so maybe Greg you could just recover that base which is like I do recall you saying there was loading issues when you sort of pause and came in pause, and out, you come out yeah, but how often man I'm getting like load hitching as well as like physics like slow down at times when um, every once in a while you know I'll grab too much stuff and throw it and I'm starting to play on low and every once in a while it just it hitches or it Mm, I didn't see enough. much of that. So maybe it's, it's, it's not common enough for me it does happen to me every once in a while in combat but it's not common enough for me to Really hate it or feel okay. frustrated with it at it, all? Maybe. Yeah, like it's I get it's something that I haven't easily. even really noticed while playing because I'm so engaged in the combat. I think the combat's so fluid and great, and yeah. on controller, it's one of the best feeling third person shooters I've yeah. ever mm-hmm. played with. Like it feels so tight, everything feels so like well tuned. The um, I play a mouse and keyboard, I, by the way. I love it. Oh yeah, because the yeah. precision of mm, the shooting. F two. This is great. <laughs> oh no, man, and I, you know, just to mention that, think about PC because I was going to play it on controller because of powers, right? But actually, it works really well on keyboard. Man, being able to precision aim super fast is awesome. But actually, I've I mean, heard it's very precise with me, friend. You know, well, yeah, no, with <laughs> your rifle. What I mean, with Come the on. aim assist on controller, it's hard to miss. Yeah, right? sure. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're right. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry, you the were game's just saying fucking great <laughs> it, on control, and it plays real smooth as a third person shooter. You said, yeah, it, it's super tight. Control is great, um, and the. Yeah, again, I just think the story is weird enough to where I think it's supposed to be purposely confusing, mm-hmm. and you're supposed Baffling. to wonder about all these yep. things, and it's starting to clear up for me now, and I'm like, I'm looking back through logs, I'm looking back through, I, I don't mind reading the lore, which is really fun, like, I I'm, I actually am looking for all of these side tapes to listen to, and I want to learn more about what the hell's going on, because mm-hmm. it's so up my alley. I was really annoyed when I woke up today, I was looking through my feeds, and like, a couple of news sites spoiled that hidden cameo. Or surprise cameo in the game. I'm not gonna say it here, but I was like, I couldn't. I just installed this oh, yeah, game I today. I wish I, I, I wish I didn't know about Barack this. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, thanks for letting me spend a moment oh, on no, it. I'm glad uh, you, I know you right. liked it. Yeah. I'm gonna go out and say this is a must play. Oh wow! Oh, Try wow. to play it on the best platform. And I just want to point out that like a, a studio like Remedy with these types of talents and creative visions, like sometimes like we know like Quantum Break wasn't like a huge hit. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and Didn't so, hit for me either. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like this is one you want to support something like this. And I hope that they can patch it and improve it in some ways. But um, I bet they will. Man, yeah. it's yeah, definitely a game of year. This contender. is what we talk about when we talk about like we need to support single player games and like mm-hmm. when people say that you know, well, you're not buying them. That's why this company's shuttering or whatever. Like, no, like this is a single player game. This I t- completely agree. You have to play this. Also, game. technically, an indie game. Five Hundred Five Games has been very clear with me that they're not 
necessarily publishing everything about this game. It's mostly Remedy in charge. Got it. Got 505 are just kind of helping out with some support. Wait, got how it. do you define indie games? Because I define indie games as the amount of people working on them and the budget. No. Without a publisher, basically. Yeah, it's a studio see, doing it themselves. I, I, on that front, I think it's confusing because Remedy is a AAA studio that has been making games back to Max Payne. I wouldn't call it an indie game Max personally. Payne? It's a weird definition. It doesn't have like, a big of a marketing budget, though. And that... Because like Destiny Two was technically an indie game now, like it's, it's hard yeah. to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nah, it's not. But, but I just think it's important for the audience on that front of their. It's different between five people working on some new IP ID versus uh, idea versus like Remedy has been doing awesome stuff for a long time. Speaking of them. indies working on a new IP, <laughs> Andy, you've been playing Creature in the Well. Yeah, I went to. Uh, I was in LA this past weekend. I was bored in the hotel. I was like, let me fire up this little indie gem I've been hearing so much about. Mm. They recommended it to me because it's. I loved Hyperlight Drifter. That's one of my favorite games. Uh, Creature in the Well is sort of a top-down hack and slash pinball yeah. game, and that's what everybody's sort of uh, sort of describing it as. You you are like the last robot in this sort of uh, in this neighboring city that um, the the city's essentially trapped in this sort of like a. Uh, Sandstorm, yeah. yeah, and uh, you have to go into the mountain. You have to go into the mountain and uh, and restore all the power to this big device. It's like a weather machine, kind of that kind of prevents the sand from taking over the city. Um, and it's really fun and super engaging, and it's like it. Uh, it's so satisfying to hear the sound effects and see the visuals because you're essentially going through. It's this dungeon crawler sort of thing, and. Um, it's like a puzzle game in some sense, and it's also kind of like a, a skill-based hack-and-slash game where uh, you have to hit these sort of bumpers, essentially like from a pinball machine. You have to... These orbs are flying at you. You are catching them with a mechanic, like you're a swinging mechanic that kind of gathers mm. them all, and then you shoot them all towards a bumper, and you are kind of um, gathering energy in order to proceed to the next room. And really cool thing is that at this point, I have like... A shitload of energy that I could just keep on progressing, keep on progressing. Yeah. But with certain rooms, if you are unable to unlock the puzzle, then that will open up an alternate path. And that alternate path will get you new weapons, uh, new upgrades. Um, I think it really rewards it really rewards the player in that, you know, yes, you can just proceed because you have the currency to keep moving on, but I'd rather unlock this sort of room and find this branching path that will take me somewhere else. Uh, I think it's super intriguing. The art style is really cool. There's, yeah, it's they, a really bizarre art style. They told me when I talked to them that it's based on Hellboy. Hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The actual yeah. comic, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very, it's, there's no, like, Shadows. There's no normal maps. There's no uh, texture maps. It's all just kind of it's flat with really cool color contrasts, and each room has its own kind of color scheme. Um, not a whole lot changes. Uh, it, there's a lot of different rooms to go into, um, and each room do only kind of differentiates itself by being a different color scheme. So that that's kind of the only thing that changes when you go from mm. each kind of dungeon to dungeon. Yeah, but essentially there's a, a creature that's kind of in this mountain that's preventing you from turning the power on um, and restoring power to this giant kind of weather machine or whatever. And It's really weird, too. Like, I, I'm intrigued by the premise, because I've been playing a little bit, too, uh -huh. uh, that he, he wants to stop you, but he'll just, like, whenever he picks you up and, like, you die, but you're a robot, so you don't actually die, You he picks you up and like, lays you down and is like, stop doing this. Yeah. But he doesn't seem to actually have any power to stop you. 
And yeah, I'm like, I'm, it's, it's almost yeah. like a warning, almost. Yeah, like, like I'm trying to solve the mystery of what this is about, but it's it's kind of it's not giving me quite enough information, but enough to keep me like oh, intrigued. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do wish there was a little bit more to do in that kind of main town. Yeah, except for you talk to Deborah, I believe, and Deborah's like a giant gator thing, gator dragon who like is like <laughs> when you finally restore power to the first room, she's like, I got power back. I can I can upgrade your things here. Like come back whenever you keep restoring power. Like this is great. It's great to be working. Again. Again, you know, <laughs> and uh, the dialogue's kind of cute and quirky, um, but it's it's really satisfying to just be swinging and aiming and all the different. Uh, you essentially have uh, two weapons. One of them is a just your your swinging blade, and the other one is kind of a charge blade. And the charge blade is the one that it swings really fast, and you're gathering all these orbs that are flying towards you. And each one of them has sort of a different like quirk to it. So one of the charging things will slow down time, so you can aim more precisely. Mm. One of the charging things shows like a red laser to kind of like laser guide where you will, so you know exactly where it's going. It's like when you'd play like Yahoo Pool back in the right, day. Yeah. Yeah. Then. <laughs> so you can see like the line, you see where the line is exactly going. But it's it feels so good, and like it's it's obviously like there are certain levels and certain rooms that are like really easy for the user but it's really fun to enter a room where it's nothing but bumpers and you just shoot a sort of barrage of orbs and it just <laughs> and it's hitting yeah. all these and it feels good and it it's Points kind of like instant up. gratification yeah I think the game's super cool I think it's like $15 or something yeah. like that what are you playing on? Uh, Switch okay so like I've also been playing on Switch the handheld controls are a little finicky for me because like the, the Switch analog sticks are so loose. Sure, yeah. But like when I play it on a Pro controller, it works a lot better. Do you oh yeah, know the I was using the eight uh, bit dough. Oh yeah, uh, Pro SN thirty Pro, whatever. Yeah, that would it feels it. great. Yeah, feels really awesome. The I do appreciate that they let you remap the buttons because mm-hmm. I remapped everything totally. Like I didn't I didn't like where the dash button was. You can dash away from certain attacks. Essentially, when you get to the very very end of a room, the creature will kind of take you down to a challenge where he shoots projectiles at you and you have to either dodge them or hit orbs to kind of knock away the projectiles and it, it kind of becomes like a bullet hell in some moments but um, I think it's super satisfying and uh, I definitely recommend it. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Worth pointing out of course for full disclosure that's a pop agenda representative game. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it yet though. I mean I've played it previews but I, mean, I, don't so. give a I played fuck, it before man. I worked here. <laughs> don't you fucking talk <laughs> shit about my wife. <laughs> uh, final game we're going to talk about today and it'll be brief is me Knights and Bikes. Uh, I have been waiting for Knights and Bikes for years, as many of you know. Mm-hmm. Backed it on Kickstarter a long time ago. Uh, our friend Rex, of course, uh, who works at Media Molecule, but worked on this with one of his friends as Foam Sword Games, has been through twice for uh, uh, party modes and Let's Plays with it. Um, it's everything I wanted it to be so far. Jen and I have been playing it co-op the last two nights. Uh, if you didn't know, you are two little girls in a small English town mm-hmm. who ride bikes and pretend and fight different things. And what I keep talking about is it playing it it feels like i'm reading a kid's book if that makes sense like i feel like you know when you used to open your kids books and you'd turn the pages and they did that like sound because they were like that thick paper that wasn't cardboard but they were thick and they had that beautiful art on it and the art bleeds all the way to the corners of the pages like it's so it just envelops you that's what this game does as well yeah and so you are these two little girls riding around uh you know i one of them has a frisbee one of them has uh, her wellies her boots that can kick water on things you befriend a a goose named captain honkers who can come and play with you (laughs) all these great like it keeps evolving i haven't beaten it yet we are working our way through it i don't it's one of those games i don't want to go and do without jen being there right like so it's like that thing i'm going to continue to play that way with her but so far so good i think the story is really adorable uh there's no voice acting which I not wouldn't be a negative. There's no voice acting, but 
the way it's written and then the way the characters' faces emote. Like they're, you know, they're drawings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Emote though, as the things come up, like it's telling this really bittersweet, sad story of, you know, one of the little girls being, you know, just with her dad and then what that life's like now after her mom's been gone. And all it's like, there's a whole bunch going on that is just such a Greg Miller ass game that I'll give you more updates as we get deeper yeah. and deeper into it. I played it. it, I think, two years ago at PSX. And like, even then, it was a very compelling, very right. cute game. Yeah. And I was like, I can't wait to find out more about Like, this is a. It's not made by Double Fine. It's made by Foam Sword, mm. but it's, it's such a Double Fine ass game. Yeah, which is like, they're publishing it right. Is yeah. that the deal? Is that the equation? Yeah, yeah. It's it great. just it feels like it's alive with charm, which is yep. a game most exactly. Games don't have. And that's the thing is it's endearing at every turn. Whether it's story, whether it is the vocalizations, not the voice acting, but the vocalizations. Yeah. Whether it is the art, the style, the like you have your bike, and then you you know you, it reminds me a lot of in ways of Costume Quest, where you're running through and fighting these enemies that then give you you know treasure, and it's just garbage. It's the <laughs> the plastic yeah. tags off bread. It's you know like all these little like stickers and pogs that you then take to the bike shop and dump on the thing, and then upgrade your bike and change all your different stuff and most of it's just visual shit but I'm so invested in making my bike look great yeah it's awesome that's it's, cool. really, it's a really 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 cute game that if you have a co-op partner with I definitely recommend yeah I love the style yep um ladies and gentlemen it wouldn't be kind of funny games cast if we didn't end with a little round of mobile gamer bullshit it's mobile game or bullshit it's mobile game or bullshit what I have to ask. I have no idea what you say at the end of that. What, is, what does it say? Jared's going to read some stuff from a page, and then we just, <laughs> it depends if it's a, a game or Then we decide if it's Jared's a game or not, Jared some, Petty. Some it's something. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's been yeah, debated yeah. by many scholars. <laughs> uh, welcome to Mobile Gamer Bullshit, a game invented by Jared Petty, who quit and left us and is a ghost to us now. <laughs> uh, of course, what happens here is we will, me, as the host today, will read for Imran and Fran five different titles. They will have to decide if these are in fact mobile games or if they are bullshit and okay. not mobile games at all. Uh, every mobile game, usually a mobile game or bullshit episode has a theme. Uh, remember, this is only resurrected because of your support on patreon.com slash kind of funny games where Party McFly wrote in with his mobile gamer bullshit. That's a fantastic name. That's right. um, uh, Party McFly says, you guys asked for it and I wanted to try my hand at mobile game or bullshit. So here goes. I hope I did this right and I hope you guys enjoy it. I made a couple of extra if you need to cut down for breakers or whatever. Here is mobile game or DJ. So now you guys have to decide if this is in fact a mobile <laughs> game or if this is a real oh, DJ. Similar to Grimecraft. I will tell you he's not on here. Man, um, Grimecraft's definitely a game. We're going to work our way, <laughs> Fran, Imran, Imran, Fran, back and forth. So right. number one, Fran, Tokyo Machine. <laughs> is that a mobile game or is that a DJ? This is going to be impossible. Great idea, by the way, Party Big Fly. Uh, Tokyo Machine. Tokyo Machine. DJ. Imran. Mobile game. Imran. That's how you win the game, by the way. Couple opposites and one that's the same. Yeah. Weird guys. Is Weird Guys a <laughs> mobile game? <laughs> it's a show, yeah, most of the time. You're watching or is it, in fact, bullshit and a DJ? Bullshit and a DJ. Yeah, okay. Fran? Mobile game. Two friends. Fran, is two friends following up Weird Guys? <laughs> is two <laughs> friends a DJ or a mobile game? Come on down tonight only. Check out two guys. Two friends. Two friends. <laughs> two weird friends. 
Uh, two friends. I'm gonna go with DJ. Okay, Imran oh. is two friends. A DJ or a mobile game? It would be so such a dorky ass DJ name though. Of like, especially oh, if there's only one of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's only one of them, but That's actually, you super hot. into it. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Uh, but I'm gonna go mobile game. You're on going this one. mobile game. Okay. Franimal. Or no, no, I, I'm sorry. Imran. Yeah, it's sister first. Yeah, yeah, I screwed it up, right? It's my first time hosting mobile Rigged. game bullshit. Rigged for the new guy. Galantis. Mobile game or bullshit? Mobile game or DJ? Galantis. That is so obviously a mobile game that I can't vote mobile game. I'll have to say DJ You're on saying that one. DJ on that yeah. one? Okay, fair. I'm a little bummed because it is a DJ and I'm positive on that one. Oh, okay. Pretty look at sure. there. Look at that. That's sure your rock that. of the that week. too popular. I'm pretty sure that's... It's going to be great if we're both wrong. I'm kind of bummed. Honestly. I was like, ooh, we got him on this one. And he, mm. Well, let's see if you can get the final one here. I'll Number right. five, Franimal. Tofu Hunter. Is that mobile game or bullshit? Bullshit being a DJ. Is mobile... Or I'm sorry, Tofu Hunter a DJ. mobile... That's a DJ? Okay. Imran? Mobile. Yeah, this is good because you pick some opposites. I like you. <laughs> so here we go. Andrew then. and I picked all the same stuff that one. Where I was like... Yeah. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, as we begin. Mobile gamer bullshit. Tokyo Machine. Fran, you said DJ. Imran, you said mobile game. Fran gets the point. It is a DJ. Weird guys. Mobile game or bullshit. Fran said mobile game. Imran said DJ. Fran is correct and gets the point. Roaring out to a 2-0 lead. Oh, yeah. Two friends. Fran said DJ. Imran said mobile game. I don't regret this one. Fran is correct. Really? What? That is a DJ. Two friends is a DJ. Yikes. Wow. That is a 3-0 lead. Four. You're crushing it, Guardian. Fran Mirabella. <laughs> Can he get a perfect game? Whoa. Something only Greg Miller's ever done. Really? <laughs> yeah. To my knowledge. <laughs> Galantis. Is it a mobile game or bullshit? Uh, Fran said DJ. Imran said DJ. You're both correct. I knew that. Fran one. is still perfect. 4-0. Yes. Oh, well, not 4-1 now. 4 I'm sorry. 4-1. Yeah. And then for the final one, Tofu Hunter. Oh, please, baby. Fran said DJ. Imran said mobile game. Imran is correct. No! I was so close! This is like when you're, like, you're playing against someone in Street Fighter and they're so much won. better than you, so you hit them once and you're like moral victory. Done, I did it, yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fran wins mobile game or bullshit with a score of 4-2. to two. It's mobile game or bullshit. It's mobile game or bullshit. It's gonna be some stuff and we'll figure it out. It's over game or not. Jared's gonna read some stuff, stuff from, from a this thing. Page. Oh. page. And then, it, then we decide if it's a game or not. Jared Petty, something like that. I don't remember it. I actually I love Jared. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's it. That was a lot of fun. As always. Fun game. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Games cast. Remember, each and every week, you can join us to talk about the things we love, and that's video games. Sometimes Fran's haircut. Uh, <laughs> if you go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can get more ad-free pre- and post-shows. There's all sorts of stuff. Early access. You can watch it live and do the post-show with us right now. Uh, however, we understand if you don't want to give us any money and get it early on Friday or whenever we record it, but you can wait till Monday when it goes up live. Or, no, that, yeah, well, that's right. When it goes up, youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com podcast services around the globe um of course there's ads with that one though and there's no pre and post show and you know barrett doesn't like that one so you should probably do a bear likes hate it. and watch on patreon gentlemen thank you so Support much for your time show. thank you do you want to do a post show let's do it let's do it